here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, the Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File, this one for Valentine's Day, Wednesday, February 14th, year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever that stuff might happen to be. News and current events will do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine, and we'll find many other things to discuss. We always do. So take part of the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program. Of its kind in the state of Florida. You can uh, pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. You can follow me on Twitter at Real Jim. Then, of course, send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll read it. We'll look at it. We may even use it on the air. Uh, that's uh, Real Mobile 77031. All powered by David Moss Chevrolet and David Moss Toyota. But on the phones... Long distance and toll free one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one for those of you in the metro four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Mo's here. She has news in a yes, few minutes. Sir. Jack is with us. Pinkman is here as well. Busy day today. Right after the news with Mo at about four o'clock. That bonus round of closest to the pin, followed by Jack's audio file. We've got uh, the regular round of closest to the pin today. We'll talk with Scott Maxwell. He writes the taking names column for the Orlando Sentinel. Shot Doctor comes in at six for. Casting call, then we have uh, the five-minute professor, and then as we get close to closing up the program, we'll have some drive-home music and then the uh, PPT to wrap things up before we hand it over to Tom and Dan. A few things on my agenda, just throwing them out there. If you want to comment one way or the other, fine. If you don't, that's okay as well. Of course, uh, Sean White, the big winner of the um, Mm. gold medal last night and the half pipe, and... um, you know, fantastic, uh, fantastic performance and all that good stuff. And uh, but how many of you, after he uh, finished Ooh. his uh, his medal round, uh, we're going? Oh, man, pick up the flag. Stop dragging. Pick up the flag. Pick up the flag. Pick up the flag. God, don't step on the flag again. God, what are you doing? You know, is there anybody? Look, I can understand Sean White to a degree, even though I think. In my world, you ought to know better. But, okay, so excited. Magnificent accomplishment. There's no question about that. I mean, this guy, besides his his winning performances and championships, he's the guy that really Mm -hmm. set the stage for this snowboarding craze, certainly to the point where it is right now. But you'd think somebody would come along, a coach or the parents or whatever, and uh, I can't believe it. Look all you crying, blubbering, and somebody, oh, son, you did pick up the flag. flag. Pick up the flag. Pick up the flag. You're dragging it. Oh. Dragging it, stepping on it, dragging it some more, stepping on it. Or, you know, okay, John, give me the he flag. I'll take, I'll, get, I'll take it. 
you know, you get, you know, I understand you pick it up, you wrap it around uh, your yeah, shoulders like a cape, yeah. you know, and you wrap yourself in the American flag. That goes with the territory. Kind of sweet. Yeah. Really, Americans do that more than anybody else, I believe. But be that as it may, you know, we're flag, American flag crazy in this country. That's part of who we are. But man alive, you know, as soon as it touches the ground, you know instantly, man, people are going to Twitter. They're going all Facebook. They're going full Facebook on you. Not full Facebook. Full Facebook. Oh, They're going oh, full oh, Facebook right and full there. Twitter on you. Right there, full Facebook. Full Facebook, VFW. They're flipping out. You know, the Boy, Scout, Boy Scouts are going crazy. They you know, the, the vets are screaming. Everybody, you know, pick it up, pick it up. Hashtag Don't pick step it up. on it. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, God, he stepped on it again. But uh, I guess we can give him a pass. But uh, next time, just, you know, if you're a coach or whatever and uh, – you know, the athlete <clears throat> athlete you're coaching, and you're going, uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Just go, I'll take care of that, okay? Yeah. I'll take care of that. He would give you a little one on a stick. Because <laughs> 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 because to a certain degree, I think it took, well, it didn't take away from his accomplishments. Oh, no, but no, I no, think no. people were all of a sudden, oh. it's the flag, man. What's happening with the flag? Yeah, yeah. You're dragging the flag. You're stepping on the flag. Stop doing that. Uh, John Mina, the uh, chief of the Orlando Police Department, has announced he will be running for Orange County Sheriff. I would imagine he's pretty much of a shoe-in. Because of his name recognition? I think Mina is probably, I think Mina is, well, yeah, I, th- I think that's part of it. And I think he has a lot of political support in this town among the uh, among that the people who, uh, you know, kind of uh, look at these things, the pundits and whatever. He's got mm-hmm. a lot of name recognition. You know, the chief of the Orlando Police Department for, what, eight years? Is that it? And uh, running for sheriff. Because Jerry Demings, the current sheriff, is running for Orange County mayor. And I would imagine, I happen to believe that Demings will uh, win that as well. Mm. So anyway, there we go. Um, What else? Most Stormy Daniels, the president's lawyer, personal lawyer, Mm -hmm. has now admitted that, in fact, he paid $130,000 to porn actress, porn star Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels now says, I can tell now I can now tell my story. Mm, Stormy oh, Daniels, oh, the porn oh. star who President Trump's personal attorney acknowledges paying $130,000 just before Election Day, believes she is now free to discuss her alleged sexual encounter with Trump. That's going to be juicy. Um, so, yeah, I, who knows? I mean, it's still the fact of the matter is, well, you said, well, they didn't use campaign funds, you know, mm. and whew, what a what a what a what a sense of relief we have now. No, <laughs> you still paid one hundred thirty thousand dollars. What what for to keep her quiet about what? Are Any you just cur- a nice guy, uh, you know, and said, well, you know, she's a struggling actress and I thought I would just give her one hundred thirty thousand dollars. Come on. He didn't give it to her for nothing. He corroborated the story that she was paid off. Yeah, I mean, right? she paid her out of his personal funds. He said, "Yeah, I mean, she yeah, was but paid." Now we know she was paid. Before. We know yeah. she she yeah. was paid. Now it depends on what she said. Who knows? It's just uh, who knows. One other thing, I'm making a prediction. You heard it first on the Phillips file. Uh, something of a serious nature as well. I am now predicting within six months we will have a major meth problem in Central Florida. All of a sudden, meth has made a resurgence. Meth. That's that's it ruins your teeth, right? Yeah, among other things. Uh huh. And doesn't is that the one where you take things apart and you can't put them back together? Yeah, where you start uh, tinkering with toasters and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
it's why made, is that coming back? Because it's made its a major presence on the uh, on the west coast See. of the United States, big time. So it'll come to the point where uh, people are dying now from meth overdoses. Mm-hmm. It's a lot cheaper. It's about five dollars a hit. They say the purity is better because they crack down on the meth labs, the home meth labs. And somebody elsewhere said, well, we can do this kind of like the Breaking Bad, whatever. We can do this on an industrial basis, really pump it out, better quality. We can lower the price. People, you get more hits. And they've had in, I don't know, Seattle or Portland, a whole number of uh, meth overdoses already. And they're just saying it's making a gigantic comeback on the West Coast. So I now predict within six months, you will see headlines in the local paper about how now meth is making a, uh, these things have cycles. You know, drugs have, have cycles because law enforcement will crack down on a particular drug and something else will come along to take its place. Then they crack down on that crack cocaine. Remember how big a problem that was for a while? They crack down on that, then something else takes its place, then something else takes its place, then you right. crack down on this, something else. There's always, when you create a void, there is always, especially when there's a, a profit incentive, meaning lots of money can be made, Somebody's going to fill that void. I'm talking about marijuana. That guy, I'm talking about these about hard drug substances and narcotics. You know, whether it's opioids or whether it's heroin or whether it's heroin mixed with fentanyl or whether it's crack cocaine or now what uh, they see on the West Coast and the Northwest is a resurgence in the use of meth. Not that it went completely away, but it's it's surging now. As uh, when in uh, the number of people who are now abusing uh, this particular uh, narcotic, so I would imagine you pre- probably see that same problem here in Central Florida. Certainly within the year, if not six months from now, there's always a void in this kind of stuff. You, you crack down on one because uh, law enforcement does not have the resources or the manpower to handle it all. So they go after this problem, and when that problem is being uh, attacked. There's always something else to come along and say, well, all right, they're going after this, so we'll, uh, we'll uh, sell something else out there that uh, we know people will become addicted to and pay us, uh, pay us money so we can make uh, literally millions and millions of dollars off their addictions. That's my prediction. We'll take a little break. Mo's got to come back. We got the news. Don't forget that bonus round of closest to the pin at four. Busy, busy, busy day today. Shot Doctor, Scott Maxwell, all that good stuff. Jack's audio file, all coming our way on Real Radio 104.1. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. From- She's got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. There's more rock, there's more rock, there's more rock. Oh, we got From around the clock to around Got some uh, problems down in South Florida at a high school in Broward County. Mo has the news. Uh, thank you, Jim. Right now, as we learned, officials in South Florida are responding to an active shooter at a high school in North Brevard County, almost at the Brevard County, Palm Beach County line. Broward. Broward. Yes, yeah, sorry, Broward. Um, they. It's at Stoneman Douglas High School. It's on Pine Island Road in Parkland. Uh, they have officials on the scene. Kids are being wheeled out on gurneys. They think as many as 20 children, high school kids, 
have been injured. Uh, their conditions, of course, at this time, this story is just now coming to light. Their conditions are unknown. Um, but Coral Springs police are there. Parkland uh, is a suburb of the Fort Lauderdale, you know, Boca-ish area. It's an active shooter situation, at least uh, from what I can gather. They have not been able to uh, determine who's responsible for this or take them into custody or do what they have to do to bring it to an end. Coral Springs police sent out a tweet telling students and staff to shelter in place until police can reach them. So there still are people in the school. Uh, This is, of course, a 9 through 12 high school. They're in the process of bringing them out now, and all kids have to keep their hands up, which tells you that they're looking, still looking for the shooter shooter himself. Seemed to you, as I heard someone on CNN just a couple of minutes ago, seems to to me, as as she was recalling, this is the only country on the face of the earth that has this kind of problem. It seems to be, yes. You know, this doesn't happen in other Mm -hmm. civilized nations, does it? Mm -hmm. They were shooting, you know, target kids and shooting kids in their schools. Happens all the time in this country. And there are people who are already saying on Twitter, if they had guns in there, this wouldn't. I swear to God. They're dumbbells. And uh, the other people. There's no no IQ test to get a Twitter account. That's correct. Uh, Now, (laughs) there's also, that's the first thing that gets me agitated when people say, well, if there was a good guy with a gun. Then it's the barrage of of comments about our thoughts and prayers are with you. Well, that's not helpful either. You know, thank you for nothing, but if my kid has been shot coming home from high school, you know, where you think there's a modicum of safety, send your, your pride and joy, the love of your, you know, your your family to a high school, you think there's some safety there, for Pete's sake. Got more anyway. guns per capita than any other nation on the face of the earth, unless they're involved in a civil yeah. war. Oh, and, uh, and, you know, that's just nonsensical. Yeah. And I say it all the time, you know, somebody comes in firing in a classroom or, you know, whatever, or a restaurant, whatever the case might be. You're not pulling out your weapon and, and you know, like the, the gunfight of the OK Corral. You're heading for the door under the table. or do- Come on, please. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll keep you Talk up to, to anybody date. anybody who's been in combat. This story, uh, the, the shooter, by the way, is still at large. That's a sort, according to the Associated Press one less than a minute ago. But I will keep you up to date as these things come in. Uh, but at, right now, we have at least 20 people reportedly injured. Last night, though, uh, a young man was celebrating. Sean White. It is now his third Olympic USA, gold. USA, USA. They were oh, yeah. USA. Uh, he has, um, you know, his third medal. He, he gold. He had a gold the first time, gold the second time. Last time in Sochi, he was off the medal stand. He turned up fourth. And now he's back on top of the heap. Great job. And uh, yeah, it was a it was a comeback story that was just fantastic. Yeah, I'm uh, still annoyed about it. And why he um, uh, he did apologize for dragging the flag. Oh, did he? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Issue a statement, or did he actually do it on camera? Yeah. Well, I'll have more of that in the audio. Okay. File. Good. All right. Or and then Sean he's got White. this lawsuit, the sexual harassment. I have lawsuit, that in the audio. File he says it's mere gossip. It's uh, you know. He kind of brushed it off. He says I'm not here to talk about that gossip well, and stuff. I, I, and, I think yeah, you know, maybe it's not. He was still just time. reveling in the moment, and people were asking him about all manner of things. And well, he the said, allegations in the lawsuit are pretty. Uh, that's kind of nasty. Pretty rough. Uh, talk about allegations that are nasty. Stormy Daniels, let's move to our president. Uh, the porn star whom President Donald Trump's personal attorney, Michael Cohen, acknowledges now paying $130,000 just before Election Day. Stormy believes she's now free to chat it up and talk about her sexual encounter with the Trumpster. She's going to milk this for everything. Yeah. Her Whatever. manager says that they believe that when Michael Cohen opened his yap, 
He invalidated her non-disclosure agreement okay. by publicly discussing the payment. And now... What do you think uh, she's going to say? Oh, she's going to tell it all. She's going to tell... Or she's going to deny it. I never had uh, sex uh, with no. Donald Trump. Nope. You think she says, here's what happened? Oh, yeah. In all its dirty glory. She's going to tell it straight up. Uh, anyway, it turns out... Well, Nobody will change their mind. I mean, no, we've no, already no, made no, up no, our no, minds no, about no. this goofball one way or the other. Mm-hmm. How about that blue wave? Oh, Another God. election in Sarasota County. I have that story. Goes Democratic. Yeah, that is correct. <laughs> and everybody, you know, we... Just ride that blue wave, baby, into the midterms. That's what I say. <laughs> Don't get so excited. I know even oh, he, I, he upsets a lot of people. You know, just register if you're not registered. Get out there, cast a ballot. Go Democrats, even though I'm NPA, mm-hmm. and uh, throw these bums. Uh, these uh, Republicans are a threat to uh, democracy and uh, and I will also tell you another sex law. story Sorry. about the White House gym. They are. Piers Morgan uh, says former White House advisor Omarosa Manigault, Newman, he calls her a poisonous little viper. Newman. Who asked Hello, everyone. Newman. She apparently, Omarosa asked everyone years ago when she was on uh, Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah. She asked everyone for sex to boost the ratings and their paychecks. What? Yeah. <laughs> Piers Morgan told. Um, how does I your get, paycheck get boosted by having sex with Omarosa? Because then you're on the air more and people are like, oh, there's all kinds of stuff. And then they promo the crap out of it and people are watching it on NBC now. Ooh. Because Omarosa was asking everyone years ago for sex to boost ratings. And if you boost ratings, that boosts your paycheck. <laughs> Uh, it turns out that he was talking. All right, Jack, take your clothes off. We're going at Whoa. it again. Golly. <laughs> Piers Morgan told Fox News Tucker Carlson last night that Omarosa is a terrible human being. And he blasted her for criticizing Vice President Mike Pence's Christianity. That's her latest thing. She said he believes Jesus talks to him. And if you think Trump's bad, you're going to be begging for Trump back if we get this guy instead. And Mike uh, Pence, man, I, you know. He, he doesn't know anything. He has no idea. Well, Every time it's like, well, I just found out. No, I wasn't aware. Well, in my age just informed me. You know, I read it in the paper. He doesn't know. Any, it's like, are you connected or not, bub? Are you connected to any of this? Know. you have any idea, any, any one, one iota of an idea about what's happening around you I in the administration? Nothing. <laughs> no. He's I'm, got that look on his face like, eh. Amarosa was on the same season of Celebrity Apprentice as Piers Morgan. So that's how Piers Morgan knows that Amarosa was asking everybody for a little something, something, something. something. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we also want to say. The real uh, question is why she was oh. eating, why, why she was given a job in the in the White House. Mm. Was she qualified for a job in the in the White House? No. She had no. And what did she do when she was there? She was the like the brand ambassador or something. They had a name for her. But it, well, I don't know what. Yeah, well, what'd she do? What was she responsible for? What Her did she accomplish? I don't. She's getting a paycheck. I do have some more news about the shooting down what in do Parkland. Police have issues a, a bolo, which is be on the lookout for. Right. A white male wearing a burgundy shirt, last seen leaving the shooting scene at Stoneman Douglas High School in North Broward County. So it's safe to to say at least that most of these mass shooters, whether schools or anywhere else, are white people, white, white guys. Boys, yeah, uh huh, white men. What is it about that, huh? Um, what, what, what is it about that? Fox News. It's the Phillips File on what? Real Radio one hundred four point one. Incident in South Florida at a high school in Broward County. We'll get some more information about that as well. Back to the news. Here's Mo. All right, today is February fourteenth, twenty 
2018, and today is cream-filled chocolate day. On Valentine's Day? Yeah, it seems like it fits, right? If you're getting someone a box of chocolates. Are we writing poetry? Oh, I don't know. You should... Oh, we... No, how do we do this? We write down things we've talked about? I don't know. You just... Throughout the day today... Yeah. Any... Things that you hear that stand out to you, you just write a phrase on, you keep a list, and maybe at 6 o'clock you form a poem out of it, and at the end of the show we can each read our poem. Okay. Uh, make com- com- compromise of things that you heard throughout the first three hours of the program. Okay. Okay. All righty then. Happy Valentine's Day. All that's right. A, Shoot- that's my gift to you. Thank you. Shooter, uh, okay, uh, I um, the cream-filled chocolate thing is a good is a good time. That's all I'm saying. It's national... Cream-filled chocolate day. Testimony has ended in the murder trial of James, or Bob Ward, the former real estate executive accused of shooting and killing his wife, Diane Ward, back in 2009. He's charged now with second-degree murder, and jurors are hearing closing arguments as we speak this afternoon and will start deliberating. The judge, Letitia Marquez, told jurors they can choose to pause deliberations tonight and then return tomorrow, however they want to do it, but... Uh, it looks like that is wrapping up. This is the second go-round for Bob Ward. The first one, there was a mistrial and there were some shenanigans and we d- had to do it over again. Orlando Police Chief John Mina is officially in the running to be the next Orange County Sheriff. They play musical chairs down there. I'm the police chief. Now I'll move to the left. Now I'm the sheriff. Now I'm the sheriff. And I'll... Jerry Demings is moving over. He wants to be the mayor. And then I don't know what Teresa Jacobs is moving in. I'll make that bet right now, Pinkman, that Tamina is elected sheriff and Demings is elected mayor. No deal. Ah. (laughs) Uh, By the way, um, John Mina did not file as a Democrat or a Republican. He filed as an independent. I like Mina. According to the supervisor of elections. Just so you know that. Yeah, because sheriff is nonpartisan, right? Yeah, but uh, some Democrats filed for the seat. Some Republicans filed for the seat. Yeah, but on the ballot, it's not Democrat or Republican. Righto. That is correct, sir. You are I like Nene. He called me back. Correct. When I had that complaint against one of his motorcycle cops. A Democrat. what a pain he was. Uh, A Democrat is. Not Mina, the motorcycle cop. A Democrat is the big wiener. In a special legislative election held down in a Republican pocket, a stronghold, if you will. Blue wave, blue wave, blue wave. In Sarasota. Her name, Margaret Good, finished seven percentage points ahead of GOP candidate James Buchanan, who's a son of a congressman, a right-wing Republican congressman, Vern Buchanan. And she is now elected to Tallahassee to the District 72 House of Representatives seat. And uh, this is a district that Trump was, was a Trump district. Um, nationwide, that makes now 36 state legislative seats that have flipped. Hmm. I, wonder from, the, I wonder what this means for the fall elections, for hmm, the midterms. Not sure. I don't hmm. know if this is a trend. Hmm. I'll make a bet, Pinkman. Oh, here's a bet again. That okay. the Dem- Democrats take control of the House of Representatives uh, during the midterm elections this fall. A lot can happen in the next Oh, yeah. A lot months. can happen, How exactly. many seats need to flip? This fall, you 20 say? 20-something. Yeah. Go for a pay. $24, $26, $1. $1 to keep the Reds deal. Okay. Boom, son. Got it. Pinkman bets along his party line. I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida Department of Fun Transportation party. is announcing that the eastbound I-4 ramp from Universal Boulevard will close next week and won't open for five or six months. So if you're going down there and you're coming back home, you can't get back on at the Universal Boulevard entryway mm. back to come back into Orlando, eastbound. Uh, they say they'll they'll detour you around, but I just want you to know it's next Monday, no more. That's it. Don't say I didn't tell you anything. 
Uh, Disney, by the way, is having a job fair today. It's mostly for housekeeping jobs. Uh, it ends at oh, 5 o'clock tonight. What fun. I know. Uh, there are jobs open, and they're full-time. Talk about harassment. A lot of housekeepers uh, do experience that. I still that. think it's a, a, a great story to be covered, whether by the electronic news, TV news, or, or the print media. Mm. I mean, if you read uh, what they're doing at other places that have uh, a big tourist economy. Yeah. And you read about what Las housekeepers Vegas. go through as far as harassment, either from uh, either from uh, people staying at hotels or, or or staff members. Right. It's it's ripe. As a matter of fact, I think at Las Vegas they've issued housekeepers panic buttons. If uh, people do get offered jobs today at this Disney job fair, which is at their casting center in Lake Buena Vista, uh, number one, you're hired on the spot. Number two, you may be eligible for a bonus of up to $1,250, oh, which is not a small amount of cash. That's tough work. No, no, that's true. It is a hard job uh, and very unappreciated. Yeah, um, you leave a tip? Sometimes I remember to do it, but not always. Don't you remember she was bitching about the maid service she got at a hotel she was just at recently? Uh, yeah, because they never even came to change a towel. It's a hard job, Mo. You said it yourself. Maybe you should. I wasn't have asking for do- anything except make the how, bed. How rude! Shouldn't have left the "do not disturb" sign. No up. one there. I don't even have one of those. Got to sure. go look down the walk down the hallway yeah. where they're cleaning another room. Just rip off a couple of towels from that cart. <laughs> that probably She's shouldn't. so used to the way she treats her servants at her mansion. I don't have a mansion. In Seminole County. No. Didn't one of you take one of the robes? Thief. No, I left it in a <laughs> pile. I didn't I get charged for it. I didn't get charged for it. No. I think about you it fought every it? time. I didn't get charged for it. No, I didn't put it on my bill. I but, thought it was, and that's I why it, George was punching mad. I no. thought it was on your bill. I thought that was the problem. Well, I thought that's what it was, too. It turns out that he got up in the middle of the night and, and had bought a, a lot of porn. What? And had a bottle, a bottle of, of vodka? A bottle of water, which was $8 or something, you know, for a regular 16, a small 16-ouncer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, that was 8 bucks. You want to do tap water? Well, I don't know. He was thirsty. He was right there. Click, you know, Yeah, twist. it's 8 bucks. That's how they get well, you. Uh-huh. For $8, I'm no longer thirsty. Yeah, I'd rather water. put $1 in my mouth than just call it even. You go yeah. in the bathroom, you take that little cover off the glass, and you clean. open up the tap. Clean? Yeah, I don't know. Of course it's clean. They clean it with... Uh... Windex. No, yeah, they clean know. it with... Wow. What's that other stuff they use to clean? Remember we heard Fabuloso. that a couple months ago? Lysol? 409 Pine or something. Pinesol? Yeah. Fabuloso. <laughs> it's the same thing. It is? Okay. Yeah. Was uh, it that, or was it Rain-X? Bleach. Maybe it was Clorox. It, it was something bleached. where... It was something that was a poison. They say you really get a shiny mirror. 20 mule team <laughs> borax. Might have been. The best Ronald in sh- Reagan. Points. The best in show award at the 142nd Westminster Dog Show is now in the record books. It was that really poofy white Bichon Frise. The dog's name, though, was Flynn. It was a guy, you know, it looks like it kind of could have been a cute dog except for that poofy haircut. Have a limp? It did not. Flynn, Sorry. Uh-huh. Really? Flynn beat out six other dogs in Best of Show. Okay, Flynn Points. beat out a pug, a border collie, a borzoi, a Sussex Spaniel, a giant schnauzer, and a Norfolk Terrier. Forgot all about it. I wouldn't have watched it anyway. Well, did he get in trouble for meeting with the Russian dog? No, Flynn, no, he did not. I have a much bigger problem than oh. feeling bad for the dogs that don't win as opposed to snowboarders who don't win. Sheesh. Another Charles in Charge actor is accusing Scott Bayo of sexual abuse. Willie Ames? No, Alexander Polinsky of the 80s sitcom has come forward with allegations that Scott Bayo abused him during production of the show, which he starred in from 1987 to 1990. Variety newspaper. These reports. Republicans are wound too tight. That's what that's what goes on. Scott Bayo is a Republican, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, big yeah. Trump, big Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they're wound, they're wound so tight, sexually speaking, that, you know, after a while they just they get crazy. Well, uh, it turns <laughs> out that this guy will come forward today with his claims at a press conference alongside with attorney Lisa Bloom, who was also hired by Charles in Charge star Nicole Eggert, who first brought up the charges against Scott Baio. Mm. Last month, she accused him of molesting her for three years when she was a minor while he, you know, he was the nanny on the program and she was the kid and la la la. The LAPD is now investigating Nicole Eggert's claims after she filed a police report against him last week. No word on whether this boy who's filing today or making it public today, Alexander Polinsky, uh, no word on whether he will go to the LAPD and file his own separate uh, and distinct lawsuit. It's unclear. Uh, it looks, uh, you know, I keep checking back with Broward County, and it still seems like this, uh, the school went on lockdown. They are now dismissing students. Um, still an active shooter situation. Yeah. It says mm-hmm. the shooter is still at large. At large. There's a giant pile of backpacks in the middle of the street. Well, sure. And Senator Bill Nelson, he's praying for everybody at Stoneman Douglas. Sorry, Bill, but what are you doing, really? Yeah, you know. Stop it. Stop with the praying. Why? No, don't stop with the praying. Let him pray. Mm. But let him also pass legislation. Yeah. No and one... I don't think, you know, uh, uh, you know, what? what What can he do right now, legislation-wise? What can one Democrat mm. do? Nothing. Nothing. He can't do anything. It's just, you know, an opportunity to get his name out there. He's running for re-election. And he say, sure is. I'm paying attention to all this, mm-hmm. you know, so I want you to pay attention to the fact that I'm paying attention to it. Am I really paying attention to it? Eh, I'll leave that up to you, but I want you to believe that I'm paying attention to it because, you know, I tweeted something out. Who's next? The governor? Is Marco oh, Rubio um, I thinking heard. and praying? Mm, I'm sure he is, but I haven't seen any tweets from him at this he moment. He tweeted. He did? did he? What did yeah. he have to I'm say? Sure uh, I got to find it again. Gosh. I was like, oh, well, Rubio. I, mean, you know, you, 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 yeah. I know. You're just tying everything up. Tying up things. Yeah, what do you mean? Well, because, well, you know, okay, here's another one. You know, you're scrolling through your tweets or the tweets and this and that. You go, come on. Mm-hmm. You got other things I need to check out here. We got, we're busy. Besides some kind of update from and, Marco Rubio. But look at, so President Trump goes two weeks without mentioning the California victims of the wildfires and mudslides. And then they're like, he, you know, we even criticize him for not saying anything. So now Rubio and, and Nelson, Senator Nelson, or saying that, well, at least I can't be accused of not acknowledging it. That's true. You know, and what else are they going to say about it right now? Mm-hmm. There are reports that the reason Donald Trump isn't saying anything about, oh, he said very little about the Rob Porter uh, removal from the White House, uh, from the West Wing. He doesn't know what story to follow. There's six different stories. Is that his own? Changed, this thing has changed six ways from Sunday. I mean, it has literally, the story has changed half a dozen times mm-hmm. since it broke. Yeah. Yeah, was, yeah, the White House keeps evolving there. <laughs> what do you want their me to say? The timeline changes yeah. almost every Nobody day. knows what the hell's going on here. Yeah. Uh, this White House is in chaos. Nobody can get their story straight. I don't know what the hell's going on, so what do you want me to say? Well, just this week alone... The press secretary has changed her story about six times uh, about what, who knew what when. I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, not only was there a shooting down in Broward County, but there was also a shooting in Washington, uh, in Maryland, uh, actually. I think it was over the line. This morning, there was a shooting outside the National Security 
agency's headquarters in Maryland. They think they think it's an isolated incident, of course, but with no link to terrorism in a briefing outside the NSA today, an FBI special agent said shots were fired when an SUV rammed the barrier at the security gate. Baby, I'm tired of you working as a spy. <laughs> it's unclear who fired the shots. Three people taken into custody. Three people were injured, including an NSA security officer. Special Agent Gordon Johnson says he didn't have updates on the nature of the injuries and said he doesn't believe any of the injuries resulted from the gunfire. So tired of you working undercover. Come back to your family. We miss you. Well, you know the president will be here on Friday. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know. Today's Wednesday. He'll be here on Friday on his way to work. All I care is he's gone by the time I leave work, so it's not a traffic headache. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Take the bus. The number one. (laughs) I just, I was like, the bus two. is not going to move. Take the train. No. Why not? Take the train. Take the sun ramp. Moira can drop you off at the station in Maitland. I've already taken that. Yeah, It's fun. Yeah, I don't. It fun. Goes, have you been on, you've I been have. on it? Yeah, I have. It is fun. I didn't sit upstairs, so I was kind of pissed. Doesn't go where I need to go when I need to go That's there. That's correct. Upstairs is the best. Then you get a better view. Yeah, it's true. It was packed in there like sardines when I was on it. Because it was going to and from, it was one of the opening soccer games or some such thing. And boy, oh boy, it was packed. Yeah, 20 possible victims at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, down in Broward County. North Broward, yeah. It's near Coral Springs, if you know the area. Oh, Governor Scott is on his way. He's he's, he's en route. Well, he's, you know. He's he's, he's on the scene. Yep. On one hand, yeah, okay. I think that's what you ought to do. On the other hand, you know, he's... Going to throw his hat in the in the ring to run for the U.S. He's running Senate. for something too, yeah. But you got to get out there. You just mm-hmm. got to mm-hmm. sure you say the right thing. Uh, according, it's a lot to, better than he used to. According be. to WFTV here in Orlando, at least one is now reported dead and twenty wounded. Ugh. Shooter again, still at large. <laughs> Jack mentioned students are dropping their backpacks in a big old pile in the street. Yeah, uh, probably sure they're being ordered to. to. Huh? Mm-hmm. They're ordered to. Yeah, yeah, of course. But, well, you never know if one of those kids who's leaving is the shooter. Uh-huh. And he could shoot people, run to another part of the school, and you know, put yeah. your hands up and walk out with the rest of them. Yeah, yeah you look yeah. innocent. Huh, we know you're silly your Jansport. Yeah. Got you. <laughs> yeah. You know that Jansport has a lifetime guarantee? I do know that. That's you know, why the L.L. Bean will yeah. not take things back only if you bought it within the year. Remember they had this policy? If you bought L. L. something from L.L. Bean 20 25 years, years yep. ago, send it back. We'll fix it or replace it. They've done away with that. Well, are you grandfathered in because you bought it so long ago, or it's like tough toenails now? Oh, I don't know. All, oh. they, all I know is the policy is, as of now, sorry, it's got a one-year grace period. Well, that's Because just... what people were doing, some people were buying things at flea markets or, you know, going oh, into Goodwill, yeah, sure. buying an old, uh, you know, and they said, hey, I want a new jacket. Well, we don't think so. Oh, that's net, and that's wrong. That's not nice. Of course it's you, wrong. And you ruined it for the rest of us. Thanks for nothing. People always trying to get one over on somebody. I always wanted a pair of those boots, you know, that you wear in the snow. Yeah, yeah that have the ranges boots. on the bottom. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They look like duck shoes, I think they yeah, call them. Yeah, they have the, the, the stuff inside to keep your feet nice and warm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that lamb's wool or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's a good time. It's worth going up north for. Not really. Oh, okay. I tell you. No. You know, oh, yeah, you strap some snowshoes on oh, them, and boy, my. oh, boy, you're getting down to Lake Whitefish in a jiffy. Oof, uh, it's like having fireplaces for your toes. <laughs> nice and toasty. <laughs> uh, Valentine's Day today, you mentioned, uh, but it falls on the same day as um, Ash Wednesday. 
It's the first time this has happened since 1945. Catholics and other Christians who observe Ash Wednesday are supposed to fast, number one, pray, uh, number two, mm-hmm. and not eat meat, Pinkman. You can eat rabbit. Well, I don't know anything about that. You're not supposed to eat meat today and then every Friday until Easter. Yeah, but you can eat rabbit. filet fish Friday. But I thought you get a break on Friday. I'm just saying you can eat rabbit. Or I'd, Sunday. Right? You would think you couldn't yeah. eat rabbit, but you can eat rabbit. That's good news, because I had rabbit stew on the Something from Pope Gregory the Terrible or something back in <laughs> 1600. I forgot. I already had chicken today. Except they already they found that's out that's, uh, meat. that's a myth. You can have chicken. You just can't have meat. All right. Forget chicken Pope Gregory. No, chicken isn't meat. Yes, it is. It counts as meat. Oh, it doesn't. Yes, it, it does. It certainly does. It's beef. You're not Catholic. No. You don't know. Oh, my God. Hold on. We got a split decision? What, what no. are we doing here? Pinkman and I, the Catholics, are in agreement. You cannot have chicken on Fridays during Lent. Right. Or meat. Ash Wednesday. It says meat here. It doesn't say it chicken. It's meat. Well, then you can eat some rabbit. It's then. the <laughs> flesh of an animal. <laughs> then you can't have rabbit either. You I didn't say you could. Jessica, no. uh, Jessica, Jim says you, he has a special <laughs> dispensation from Pope Gregory. No. The details of how most animals become domesticated lie deep in the murky past, much debated and glimpsed only, and tantalizing hints from fossils and DNA, except for rabbits. Their story was clear, and it was a strange and compelling tale. Around 600 A.D., Pope Gregory the Great decreed that fetal fetal rabbits, or lorises, look that up, Inkman, were not meat and could be eaten during Lent when meat was not allowed. Was not allowed. That sounds like a guy who liked the taste of rabbit. I'm just saying. One set new every day in the program, so eat some rabbit. I also heard this was just a a trick to prop up the fish market on Fridays. I knew it. The term lorises refers to the fetus of the rabbit prepared without evisceration and consumed as a table delicacy. (laughs) Oh, wow. Orlando Weekly just uh, congrats on Jim. Congrats on being in Orlando Weekly's top people making Orlando a better place. You're welcome very much. A try. Happy, happy Don't birthday. Don't succeed. Happy, happy birthday today to Rob Thomas. Thank you, Orlando Weekly. Matchbox 20 points. Mm-hmm. How old is he? Happy birthday on Valentine's Day. Oh, uh, 44. 42? Oh, you guys don't even know Rob 43. Thomas. Happy, happy birthday! He was here. Peed next to him in the bathroom. He's okay. short. Oh. I meant in height. <sighs> um, what'd you say? 42, 44? Is that what you guys guessed? Yeah, yeah. 43. 44. Mm-mm. Pinkman, 46. Son of a gun. No, Jim Whoa, got that. Oh, hold sorry. on there, Mo. Oh, Come on now. He said 44. Happy birthday! Mm. Okay, Jim Kelly, NFL quarterback, Buffalo Bills. We four, know who he is. Four consecutive Super Bowls, no wins. Yes, 53. Oh. And that's still an amazing feat. Four yes. straight AFC championships. And uh, no wins. Double nickel, 55. What'd you say, Jim? 53. Uh, I don't know, 54. He's older. He is older. Uh, Pinkman, 59. This stupid, oh, you guys my. have to get better if you want me to go in between. But what? You. Happy, happy birthday! Mm-hmm. Come on. And Teller, of Penn and Teller, the quiet one who doesn't say anything. How first, old is Teller? First Rob Thomas, now this. He is, uh, I'm not up. It's Pinkman. Uh, <laughs> 74. <laughs> he is... 70. On the dot. Thank you. Oh, uh-huh. you son of a gun. You knew. <laughs> no, I had no idea. Happy, happy birthday. Well, I did because I read something about him maybe well, three months ago. Uh, well played, Jessica. la di da Just call me Moira. <laughs> All right, we'll take a little break. When we come back, a bonus round of Closest to the Pin, your opportunity to win that You Matter business card coming up next on Real Radio 104.1. 
Your chance to win a trip for two to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards is just a few minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From the and now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Yeah, word from South Florida, including uh, backup from the news junkie that the suspect in the Parkland High School, no, it wasn't Parkland High School, high school in uh, Parkland, uh, in Parkland in Broward County in South Florida uh, is has been taken into custody, and I don't know the number of people who, uh, or the number of possible fatalities, but they reported earlier on that as many as 20 people, including students, of course, were injured in this shooting incident. That took place earlier this afternoon, but the latest word is now a suspect has been taken into custody, and from what we can gather, it may very well be a student who attends that high school in Parkland in Broward County. Yeah, it's uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland. There we go. Let's play a bonus round of closest to the pin. Brad's on the line. He'll play against Pingman. If Brad wins, he receives a Matter business card. That guarantees him good fortune. For the rest of his life, if Brad uh, loses, he will have bad luck for 24 hours. Mr. Pinkman, head to the soundproof booth. We'll br- okay. <laughs> excuse me, bring you back in a couple of minutes to determine your handicap. Brad, how are you today? I'm great, Jim. Good to, good to hear you. Yes, sir. Ten questions in this bonus round of closest to the pin. They're connected. Don't worry about that. Just listen to the question. Answer to the best of your ability. Are you ready? I am. All right, Brad, here we go. Countdown for Brad. Keep score. Certainly. In three, two, one, begin. Uh, Brad, American snowboarder Sean Wade won a gold medal, but he's taking heavy criticism for his treatment of the American flag. But the movie Flag of Our Fathers came out in what year? 1967. That movie was directed by Clint Eastwood. Eastwood starred in the movie Every Which Way But Loose that came out in what year? 1978. The movie Footloose made Kevin Bacon a star. How old is Bacon? 56. Bacon is made from pigs. Pigs are major characters in the George Orwell novel Animal Farm that was first published in what year? 1903. Orwell coined the term Big Brother, but the TV reality show Big Brother on CBS premiered in what year? Nine, uh, 2000. Big Brother and the Holding Company uh, has recorded an album or recorded an album called Cheap Thrills that was released in what year? 1967. How old was Janice Joplin when she died? 27. What's the population of Joplin, Missouri? 68,000. The movie Missouri Breaks with Marlon Brando and Jack Nicholson came out in what year? 1969. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Jack Nicholson was a crow in Beverly Hills, California, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Fresno, California? 357. Time. All right, there you go. Excuse me, got the hiccups all of a sudden. Hold your breath. Where scare him? Ah! Oh, God. I don't know, maybe. If you hold your breath for about five minutes, it's usually. You're dead. Yeah, that's because you're dead. You can't die by holding your breath. You totally can. Yeah, if you hold your breath and faint and you hit your head on a coffee Uh, table. uh, There. We'll try this duct tape. 
All right, Pinkman, roll the dice, please. We set your handicap at 15. Whatever you roll, we'll take off 15. That will be your handicap this afternoon. Come on, Pinky right. Poo. There you go. What do you got? Nine. A nine. All right, oh, six seconds. Easy way. Ten questions. Are you ready? Yes. There we go. Countdown. In three, two, one, begin. Pinky, American snowboarder, Sean White won a gold medal, but he's taking heavy criticism for his treatment of the American flag, but the movie Flag of Our Fathers came out on what year? Uh, 1989. That movie was directed by Clint Eastwood. Eastwood starred in the movie Every Which Way But Loose that came out in what year? 1968. The movie Footloose made Kevin Bacon a star. How old is Bacon? Uh, 58. Bacon is made from pigs. Pigs are major characters in the George Orwell novel Animal Farm that was first published in what year? Uh, 1947. Orwell coined the term Big Brother, but the TV reality show Big Brother on CBS premiered in what year? Uh, 2001. Big Brother and the Holding Company recorded an album called Cheap Thrills that was released in what year? 1988. How old was Janis Joplin when she died? Uh, 27. What's the population of Joplin, Missouri? 30,000. The movie Missouri Breaks with Marlon Brando and Jack Nicholson came out in what year? That would be 1972. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Jack Nicholson was a crow in Beverly Hills, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Fresno, California? 62. Time. Mm-hmm. Oh. Right. oh, boy. Okay. Score of the game. Mm-hmm. Flag okay. of Our Fathers, directed by Clint Eastwood, by the way, came out in uh, what year? And Brad said... 67. Pinkman. 89. 2006. Pink. Oh, yeah. What was that about? Flag that was about Iwo Jima. Okay, yeah, yeah. Good I saw movie. That. It was a good movie. Yeah, that movie, Yeah, that one uh, character. The engine? Yeah. Uh, just broke your heart. The movie uh, That movie was directed by Clint Eastwood. As a matter of fact, I think he got an Academy Award for directing. Eastwood starred in the movie Every Which Way But Loose that came out in what year? Brad said. 78. Pinkman. 68. Right on the money. 1978. Classic cinema. Damn it. The movie Footloose made Kevin Bacon a star. How old is Bacon? Brad said. They were close. Brad said 56. Pinkman said 58. He's 59. Oh, there you Bacon go. Bacon made from pigs. Pigs made your characters in Animal Farm. First published in what year? Brad said. 1903. Pinkman. 47. Not too far off. 1945. Oh, <clears throat> okay. Orwell coined the term Big Brother, but the TV rea- reality show Big Brother premiered in what year brad said very close again brad said 2000 pinkman said 01 right on the money 2000 oh damn it brad big brother and the holding company recorded an album called cheap thrills released in what year brad said 67 pinkman 88 off by one 1968 mm-hmm. oh boy how old was janice joplin when she died they both said 27 right on the money 27 damn you brad what's the population of joplin missouri brad said 68,000. Pinkman. 30,000. 55,000. He's closer. He's closer. The movie Missouri Breaks with Marlon Brando and Jack Nicholson came out on what year? Brad says. 69. Pinkman. 72. 76. What's the score? It's 2, 4, 6, 8. (laughs) Who do we appreciate? Pinkman. 8 to 6. 8 to 6. Pinkman. Wait, who's winning? Oh, Brad. Brad's winning. Get it within 25. You went out right. If Jack Nicholson was a crow in Beverly Hills, California, I believe he was born in New Jersey. He might be off on that. Neptune, New Jersey. Does you that right. sound right? Definitely New Jersey. <clears throat> I bet you dollars. Neptune, uh, Neptune, New Jersey. Okay. No deal. Get it, get it within 25. You went out right. If Jack Nicholson was a crow in Beverly Hills, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Fresno, California? Brad said. 
357. Pinkman said. 62. The answer is 200. No. Nobody wins. Uh, what do you mean nobody wins? Well, I mean, nobody, nobody gets rid of Nobody gets the 25. You're the winner, Mo. Nobody, nobody's an automatic winner. <laughs> oh, well, I think that might be. You said 240 what? Two, 200. Oh, 200. Brad's e- closer. Even? He's, He's closer. closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's closer, and he wins handily. There you go, Brad. Uh, congratulations. Aww. You'll get that card, of course, uh, this year, we hope. And you will have good fortune oh. for the rest of your life. <laughs> Thanks for playing that bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the Happy Valentine's Day, Brad. They now have pilotless drones. This is the next big thing. Now with a drone, you have a you know you have a control system, much like uh, with a radio control plane or whatever. Yes. Now they have them, where uh, there's an app, and I could take a photograph of Mo. This is. Have you read about this? This is life changing and dangerous and the beginning of the end. Skynet. So I could take a photograph of you through my app that controls this drone. No matter where you go, Mm -hmm. you cannot escape this drone. You can be in the woods running, running behind a tree from this tree, and that drone will follow you. And not hit a tree. Just because of the picture. It uses facial recognition. Exactly. But then it could also, if you identify a target, tap into your social media to use that to pinpoint where you might be in the world and track you down. You arm that drone. Now you have these assassins. Uh Plus, they will have drones about the size of a marble. You won't even be able to see them. They already have drones that are disguised as hummingbirds. Whoa. There's one in the studio with you right now. I mean, it's scary business when you think about it. It is. I don't want someone knowing where I am. You can't um, escape it. As they, they become autonomous, you can't and escape they, it. They can identify people. Yeah. The only problem they have with it right now is battery power. Is the length mm-hmm. of uh, and it runs anywhere from thirteen to twenty four hours. So you could go inside your house. It follows you home. Mm. And, it hovers uh, over you, my home. Yeah, it just stays there until you come out of your home in the morning. Yeah. It's still there following you. And if it runs out of the bat, it can communicate with another drone, and then that drum one will come out and, and take that over drone, the stakeout. Well, that drone will come out. Yeah. It would probably you know, be like a uh, like a uh, a tanker plane filling a oh. fighter. And it'll probably just <laughs> they connect, put new batteries in there, back to headquarters, and that drone is still following you. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Our engineer has a drone that you can, he can... Um, manipulate with his hand through the camera, like he does his hand movements, and the drone will follow. And cool. then, yeah, it, it's yeah, this one you don't have to do anything. Right, all you do is bam, follow Mo, and then you just why off would he it following goes. me? I don't do. All I, right, follow Jack, fine. and damn, boom, and mm. then just uh, go your merry way. And that drone, you don't have to give it any instructions. You don't have to do anything to it. There's no control system other than face recognition or body recognition, whatever it is, and that drone will follow him. Wherever he goes. Ooh. Scary business. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Social media experience. No, that's not That's not what happened. That is anti-social. What? Why would I not tag you in a photo on purpose? Facebook.com slash Real Radio 1041. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting Seacoast. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. And the agony of defeat. Chicken tap for zany. 
The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. I'm going to go smell the flowers that my sweet plum sent me today for Valentine's Day. In the meantime, let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Jim! Today's audio file brought to you by at Yankee Jack. Not only on the Twitter, Jim, also on Insta. Isn't that how the kids say it now there, Pinky? On the gram. On the gram, either one. Okay, Insta or the gram for Instagram, because that's the thing, and that is what Sean White mentioned. He just gets the medal. He posted this, so check it out. Here is Olympian, three-time Olympic snowboard halfpipe champion, Sean White. All right, so they just put this gold medal around my neck, and almost even better, I hit a million followers on Insta. Thank you, guys. What can I say? It's the best day ever. Best day ever. That's when things were groovy for Mr. White. Uh, so, it, uh, man, I got so angry. I was enjoying the hell out of this last night, watching the half pipe co- half pipe competition, and it was just it was going back and forth. It, it's mm-hmm. the the snowboarder from Japan bested. Sean White on his third, uh, second point. run by one point. Oh, my God. And then it came down to the fourth run. And, oh, I, you know, uh, my wife should be coming home. So I checked my phone, flipped it over. And uh, I had it, you know, I was about 10 minutes behind because, uh, you know, the DVR and you're doing things, family stuff. You got to pause, take care of mom, take care of the kids. So you pause the DVR, you resume. TV on your time, it's a beautiful thing. So I'm watching the Olympics. I pick up that phone uh, to no. you know, communicate with my wife, Uh-oh. and I see the push notification Gah. from the four-letter network that told me what he got on his final run. So I knew watching the final heat oh, in snowboarding no. that it, he was going to win. Sean White was going to win. The drama in the first one, when he crossed after that run, my hands were in the air cheering. Yes, yes. I was that excited. And then in the final one, when it was all on the line, I just sat there because I already knew the drama was stolen from me. Oh. I immediately turned off push notifications and deleted their app out of spite. And also, New York Times, <laughs> you do not need to be sending me sports headlines. No. I don't follow you for sports. Stop trying to ruin my night as ruin well. Hey, yeah. I have a great sports section. I don't want to hear about it on my phone. It's one of the best, as a matter of fact. Their columnists are great. Well, I... Might be. George Vesey, I mean, the best. Great. He may be dead now, I don't know. Well, they're always late, too. Other people always beat them to it, but Mm -hmm. here's the deal. If I turn off notifications, then I don't get their breaking news. Mm -hmm. Anyway, here it is, some of the McTwisty, pipey talk. 1060, turn around, front side, back side. Double McTwist, 1260. Sean White, one more hit. Will it be a It was uh, just the moment. It was like scripting it, the fact that four years ago, he doesn't make the podium. Training hits the the edge of the pipe on his face, has to get stitches in his face. 56 stitches. Crazy, yeah. So to come back from that and to do it again, to not have that fear. Facial reconstruction. Yeah, it was, uh, well, they did well. I mean, you can see a little scar, but... uh, that was intense. And to be able to approach the sport again without that fear, because if you have that fear, you can't do what he managed to do. And having it all, knowing 
that that last run was the last chance he had to stick it, and he did, and because of that, was rewarded with enough points. And the score's in. It's the return of the king, and the Mets have a So there he is. He's 31. I mentioned 33 yesterday. He is indeed 31 years old. Uh, four Olympics, three of them gold medals. Can he come back? We'll see. No. Uh, did he what? say no? He can compete. He won't win. Oh, I think he'd like to hear you say that. No, he won't. He won't. You got too many. You got too many young bucks. It I is. mean, he opened the sport. Right. I he mean, did. there's no question about it. He was. Uh, I just think there's so many young good skiers i mean they're 15 16 i mean you know 17 years old by the next winter olympics i wouldn't you know i would go out go out on the top man go out on the top yeah out on the top go out on the top um here and so he was all in tears broken yeah. down because of the where he's come you know he he was at a low was able to come back have success drag the american flag around he apologized for that Tweeted, got his million Instagram followers, and then has the press conference, and then he faces questions he doesn't want to hear. Sean, over the past couple of days, the sexual harassment allegations yeah. against you by Lena uh, Zawide have resurfaced. Lena. Um, Lena, are you concerned that they are going to tarnish your legacy? Um, you know, honestly, you're here to talk about the Olympics, not, you know, gossip, so... Um, but uh, I don't think so. I am who I am, and I'm and I'm proud of who I am. And my friends, you know, love me and vouch for me. And uh, and I, I I think that uh, stands stands on its own. So absolutely. Thank you. But so there you go. And they follow up. But you know, he's taking some heat for calling it gossip. There were accusations that he uh, serious admitted accusations. serious accusations, and they were involved. So it's a little more than gossip, but. I mean, so does that tarnish his image? Sure. Does that? That's true. Does that make you root for him any less? I mean, you, tell, watching that final run, you wanted him to to do it, didn't? I mean, did you watch it? Yeah, I, I did. did. I did watch it. Did you want him to win the know. gold? I didn't. Yes, yes I, I did. did. I mean, I knew. I knew he won. Okay. Because the same thing happened to me, but I still wanted to watch it, and of course I was, and and I didn't know anything about the lawsuit. Right. Until that, after that. Now that you know, does yeah. it change your opinion of him? Sure, of course it does. Yeah. If can't. it's true if the allegations are true, of course it would. So my, my level of respect would be for him would be diminished. I'm not going to take anything away from him being a great athlete and what he's accomplished, you know, in snowboarding, but you know, I I judge people a little bit more than just their accomplishments in the in the sporting field. If it, I mean if it's true, then it does give schnook. me pause. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. Well, he and uh, the, his accuser reached an undisclosed settlement. Yeah. I, I, but I truly believe somebody will say, hey, you know, stick, you, know you, you, get, you get three gold medals, and uh, I think there's a whole fleet of young snowboarders out there that would really give them some major, major competition mm-hmm. at the next Winter Olympics. Well, he'll totally. be way too old. He'll be 35 mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, you don't uh, know. I don't know. I do. You had four years to 31, and that's 35. You don't know him. Let me check on that. What did you say? Just because you're too old for most what? stuff. Yeah. And so, four? And, yeah. and the, the and average age is Points 20. for most. She's right. It's 35. And if there's <laughs> any reason to question you in math, there shouldn't be. 
You're the worst at it. Mm. The worst. I don't think so. Well, she worst. got that one, right? Give her some credit, will Okay, you? she gets credit for that one. Mm. She can add 31 and 4. I know. Pretty good, huh? What happens but, if you take 4 away from 35? What do you get? Go, Mo. 35? Do back no, to 31. No, it's not 35. I He's said. wrong. Unbelievable. Oh, Mo. Oh, come on, You'd Mo. You'd be simple. should have quit while you were four ahead. 4 away from 35. Everybody knows it's 32. Back to 31. Thirty-one. Mm-hmm. You sure? You're right. More more points for Mo. Oh. Can you add your points, Mo? I have two now. <laughs> Congratulations. Mm, thank you. She's come a long way. Uh, so mm-hmm. here's the deal. Uh, you know, Sean White's his Olympic problems are really off the track. His personal problems. Got great hair on the track. Yes. We go back to the sliding center for U.S. Women's Luge. Emily Sweeney. Uh, she, for anyone who watches luge and thinks, okay, what are they, you know, I could lay on a sled, you know, feet first, you steer a little on the no, turn. I don't think anybody thinks that who watches think, oh, this. I you do? Everyone I don't who think watches I, the Olympics thinks, okay, could I do that? No, I think most people say that I would never do that. Well, it's a little bit different than getting your flexible flyer and going down the hill of the golf course. Yeah. For images of while, or for the video of why you can't do that, she got in a pretty bad um, accident. Right. We have the video posted at realradio.fm. Uh, she was able to walk away from it. However, it had to go for some x-rays and stuff. But here's a little more on U.S. women's loser, Emily Sweeney. Oh, and really having to skip almost sideways. She's lost it. Emily Sweeney has really lost it. Oh, no! Oh, that's terrible. You hate to see that. Where the athlete's feet go higher than her head. Is he from yeah. Australia, you think? Mm-hmm. Hello. You think so? We'll check it with Boomerang Bob later <laughs> in the program. Okay, good. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, fully sideways. Like, you mm. you watch the luge. Yeah. You see, they'll bump against the wall and maybe about... This was... It was almost like a ping-ponging off the sides and oh, then turning around sideways. Nice. But, oh, uh, thank you. She was able, uh, there are some images of her walking into the ambulance. So, uh, you know, we hope she's an Army sergeant as well. That's, uh, yeah, uh, Emily Sweeney. I'm very sore. I'm pretty stiff. I'm going to get an x-ray on my back after this. Whatever. Um, but I just, I wanted to have the last word. So um, thanks for all the support, guys. And yeah, um, it's a bummer for sure. And I know I'm better than that. Um, but... Here we are. It happens. You know what I like about these snowboarders? Go back to the snowboarders. Whether they win or lose, they always seem to be in good spirits. You know, they wave and they smile, and you don't see anybody throwing their boards around or stomping off. They just say, well, dude, that's the way it is. You know, win some, lose some. Even if they take a spill and then come down with a face plant. Thumbs up. Like, and, oh, there was a couple of those. I like that spirit. See those? But, uh, Jim, and it's like an extension of the skateboarding spirit as well. Skateboarding, which is going to be added to the next Summer Olympic Games. All right. You're going to see skateboarding. Um, But it's because it's like a lifestyle. And when they lose, it's like, you know, it's okay. And they seem to be a friend group. And I was wondering that if Sean White was coming down at the other guys, oh, this guy is uh-huh. such an a-hole. Or if they no, really that's genuinely like no, him. No, I think it's, they, he, they idolized him. Yeah. It was because of his performance, I'm sure, in past well, Olympics that they got involved in this to begin with. And there are plenty of people you idolize, and then you get to meet him, and you're like, yeah. oh, what a joke. Oh, he's Don't a meet and him I'm here. not saying that about him. I haven't even read about the all these, accusations uh, against your him. skater's anorexic. There is a... Uh, thin, but I read it. 
What? The article in the New York Times I sports would, section. No. Okay. Well, it's the front page, as a matter of fact, about. I tell you, time's on my list. The I, problems I can't these skaters that. have with uh, with eating disorders. Well, they have to be light enough to throw up and twist around and do all the leaps. Yeah, but and how do you stuff? how do you get the how do you get the energy if you're just eating uh, you know a lettuce sandwich? Yeah. You know, how do you how do you have any any energy to do any of this stuff? Uh, they do it. Feeling. I know uh, a male figure skater, U.S. figure skater Adam Rippon has talked about the weight issues and the body image well, issues. in this article and and, and all of that. Um, he is also uh, the openly gay athlete who was tweeting back and forth with Mike Pence, and he continues to be asked about that, but uh, here he is trying to, you know, put the focus on the athletes and the Olympics and not the vice president. The Olympics are about Olympic competition and the athletes involved. I don't want to distract from their Olympic experience, and I don't want my Olympic experience to be about Mike Pence. Um, You know, I want it to be about my amazing skating. There you go. Yeah, uh, he's uh, he's right to compartmentalize oh, that. Maybe for another he, day, but today it's all about training and you know competing and what. And he's always interesting, and you know he's going to say something that you haven't heard an Olympic athlete say before. Usually, you know, and it, it could be bizarre, irreverent, weird, but uh, he's pretty funny. Well, I mean, there's a question of body image mm-hmm. uh, because they they say in this. I mean, all these skaters said, you know, the judges will will judge you on your on your part of you on your body image. Yeah, how do you look in that costume? It's not just the costume, and it's not just your skating. So what it's if, not your, your if your body weight is, you know, if your uh, body mass is 4% as opposed to his 2% mm-hmm. or 6%, you know, you take away from their skating abilities because, you know, they don't fit a particular image? Eh. They're all saying they're all, they all have, they're all uh, hungry. they all have issues. They're all hungry. And, and the after they hang up the skates, they still have issues with body image. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, it's both boys and girls, though, right? Not just correct. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially in the pairs, because like uh, the married, the husband and wife couple, the U.S. Uh, the couple, yeah, he's a thin thing too. Yeah, but he's also got to throw her and catch her, so that gives him a right to say, "Really, you're going to eat that?" Oh, she was sick. Mm. She can eat whatever she wants. Yeah, <laughs> that one. You know, it's like oh, the one, one that had her stomach ruined, her whole stomach turned upside down. Yeah, mm-hmm. they kept saying. St- Something with her stomach. Yes, but they never specifically got into that. They I said her, well, yeah, yeah, it might have been a little bit too personal. They did show her scar, and her intestines were all twisticated Whoa. inside. It was like, ah. What are you looking inside her body, Mo? It was, it was nasty, nasty. Where'd you see that? They showed her, you know, while she was picking up her shirt and in the hospital and whatever, and, and the big Ooh. ass, there's a big scar down her middle like a zipper. Jeez, I like Jim has. a point off of that one. I got a nice scar. That's a good scar, as far as, far as scar goes. And it's more than 56 stitches. Thank you, Sean White. Nice. So, Jim. I didn't cry. Uh, you remember Red Gerard, right? Yeah, sure. First Loved one. Loved him, man. Was... French actor. No. Uh-huh. He That's was the first else. gold medal uh, uh, athlete, winning athlete for Team USA. He was the snowboard slope style. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the 17-year-old kid. Yeah. 17-year-old kid. Oh, who, with, the, with the funky hair. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like yes, went yes. from last place to winning the goal in, that, in that final round. And uh, besides what he has done on the slope, uh, his family was getting attention for their partying off the slope. Here he is. Uh, recently got back. He was on with Jimmy Kimmel and also talked about Olympics was not his thing growing up. I yeah. mean, last time they were around Winter Olympics, he was 13, not paying much attention to that. But uh, here he is with Jimmy Kimmel. 
Do you think it helps to be your age, to be so young that like the Olympics don't maybe mean as much to you as they might to a 40-year-old who's watched them his well, for sure. entire I mean, life? I, I didn't really, to be honest, grow up watching the Olympics. It was always, you know, do tour, X Games, U.S. Open, and all that that I was watching. Those so, were the big events. I think that's, yeah, I didn't have as much pressure coming into it, and it was just another event. Just another event. And it's funny because after he won... The camera that had his celebration, I hear him say, I won the Olympics, you know, and then dropped an F-bomb. Oh, no. Mike Mm -hmm. Tirico had to apologize for that. I missed him dropping the F-bomb. I did, too. But when Mike Tirico apologized for it, I rewound it. I did, too. (laughs) We did the same thing. What was he talking about? Yeah, what did I miss? All All you're doing is drawing attention to something that... Most people missed. Yeah, or probably I think most people nowadays, whatever. Yeah. You know, come on. He's a kid. Leave him alone. Apologize for the language. Here he is, 17-year-old Seriously. gold medalist Red Gerard talking about his family partying. Mm-hmm. You yeah, mentioned that. I saw an interview. You were talking yeah. about they started drinking like in the morning at your oh, event. They were shotgunning beers at like 8.30. It was a home. They were on one. So they do this all the time or is this oh, yeah, special? They're, they're big partiers. Oh, they're big yeah. partiers. Okay. And they're shotgunning. Might have a problem. The Might classic problem. way where you put the key in the thing. No, and it's all about the thumb. You do this and no, that. You get the good angle and just you put the thumb through. Oh, there's a new way. Nah, that's been around. Come on. <laughs> So this kid is 17 years 17. old. Can you imagine when he's you were pretty, 17 being no. able to, you know, I, I, I don't want to do it, cry. A 17-year-old explaining to Jimmy Kimmel how to shotgun a beer. Yep. <laughs> and Put that he learned it from his family. In fact, calls out his cousin. So your cousin is on, you know, uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel's show. He just won a gold. And he mentions your name. But then he kind of mentions it in this context. Sorry, Abigail. This is uh, I like this because this is some members of yeah. your family. We're here to get Gerarded. Is that like the family slogan? It means they're here to get drunk. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Yeah, I figured that's that. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> how did yeah, this yeah. For, how did this come to be? This slogan. I don't. Oh, oh, actually, it's my cousin uh, Abigail's. Uh, she went to college, did all that, but. Everyone said that she was always getting gerarded too much, like just getting obliterated. Your cousin Abigail got so drunk <laughs> that they made her name a euphemism for drinking. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm sure Abby is really happy about that. Yeah, thanks. This whole family afterwards was probably like, what's wrong with you? Shut up. No, the president, oh, they mentioned my name. Yeah. <laughs> On TV. I'm so gerarded right now. Oh, God. All right. Well, uh, you know, that's it. Uh, Olympic coverage uh, resumes tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's uh, it's pretty damn cool. I think they're finally going to get to some skiing because uh, the, oh, the high wind winds up. Yeah. have been kind of preventing that. But let's see. So NBC on live, you're going to have figure skating pairs, the gold medal final, uh, women's alpine skiing, the giant slalom. We have anybody in the skating or are we out uh, like numerically? Out? Whoa, oh, there you go. Uh <laughs> Sometimes they like to force videos on you. Uh-huh. I, oh, by the way, if you have a website and you have a video that just pops up and starts playing, Stop. I hate you. Yeah, get a better web designer, nerd. Yeah. Ooh. All right, Jackie, good job. Thank you very much. Jack's audio file uh, every day on the Phillips file. Ooh. By the way, multiple fatalities from that shooting at a Uh-oh. high school in Parkland, Florida, and South Florida, down in Broward County. I don't know how many fatalities, but I think the Broward County multiple. Sheriff's Department yeah. is saying at least uh, 14 injured. Of those injured, how many are fatalities? We do not know at this particular point in time. A suspect has been taken into custody. Uh, there are 
reports that the shooter was a student may well have been a student Former at the student, high school. Think, yeah. mm-hmm. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A penis park in South Korea is drawing crowds from the Winter Olympics. That's cool, but I heard it's hard to get in. Next, an Arkansas law firm is running a Valentine's Day contest to win a free divorce. How nice. Bringing couples together one last time to split up forever. Finally, the parents of a Republican Senate candidate donated to his opponent instead of him. Poor fella. Even his own parents don't believe in him. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. You are listening to The Phillips File, where horrible news is reported horribly. Just to show you how crazy these uh, Republicans are, and especially their lickspittle uh, uh, brown noser, Sean Hannity is uh, not a fan of Barack Obama. We know that. It says here, according to the Huffington Post, Fox News hosts post on Twitter claimed there was something hidden in the image. You know, the new uh, Barack Obama portrait, one of him, and then there's another one of his wife, Michelle. And uh, let's see, he's uh, taken it off at Hannity on Tuesday, according to Huffington Post, tweeted a remark claiming the portrait had, quote, secret sperm, end of quote, hidden within the image. (laughs) The tweet was deleted, but many on Twitter preserved it and shared screenshots. Sperm? Yes. Hannity's tweet linked (laughs) to a story on his website written by Hannity's staff detailing the location of the supposed secret sperm. Hannity later removed the article, blamed his staff, and deleted the tweet. He did not give an explanation on Twitter. However, I mean, for no other reason, this is why, this is uh, Indies and Democrats, I mean, get get registered, you know, cast a ballot in the midterms. However, Fox News sent a statement from Hannity to the Daily Beast. Earlier today, my web staff posted content that was not reviewed by me, before publication, it does not reflect my voice and message, and therefore, I had it taken down. Okay. All right. It sounds very Alex Jones. No, nope. Alex Jones has something altogether different. He says, one of his sources, very close to the White House, says that it there are hidden themes inside it. It has something to do with the loss of virginity <laughs> because they're sitting on flowers. And the That's def- right. And the deflowering of people is an right. image of pedophilia. Talk about the devil. I can smell the sulfur. Hillary Clinton, no doubt, had something to do with this portrait. So, yeah. There are several right-wing cuckoo heads. Give those kids down in that pizza shop. (laughs) They're being groomed to be sent to Mars to be slaves. Does anybody pay him any attention whatsoever? I said to just see what, you know, it's just kind of an act to see what goofiness he comes up with now. Yeah, he's not too credible. I don't know. Two years ago, we're like, is, it, is anyone really going to vote for this idiot for president? They suspended a teacher. I can't, wear it. I can't remember where it's from. She uh, is a phys-, phys ed teacher. And during the Pledge of Allegiance, one of the students uh, declined to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. So according to news reports, she yanked him up by the collar Uh-oh. to force him to stand. Doesn't work like and she has been suspended. Uh, let me remind you once again. Uh, the Supreme Court made this uh, very clear, I think back in 1945, maybe 1948 or somewhere close to that, uh, that the state, 
meaning teachers or anybody employed by the state, by government, cannot compel a citizen to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. Um, you, just, you just can't. Yeah. You have every right to sit there and uh, and not partake. And for anybody to come along and demand or force you to stand is a clear violation and should be uh, should be reprimanded uh, or, or punished for that. Uh, state cannot compel you to engage in some kind of patriotic, whatever you want to call it. Want to stand? Stand fine. I would suggest if you decide for whatever reason you don't want to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance, that you behave appropriately and let other people uh, proceed with, with the pledge um, and not act up. And uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, by and large, I believe this was a Jeho- Jehovah's Witnesses case before the uh, before the Supreme Court and the uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses uh, do not stand for the Pledge of Allegiance on principle because they will not pledge their allegiance to a state. And it went to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court agreed. You know, no one can be compelled, for whatever reason, to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. Grocery store cashiers are on the way out. What? Yeah, I saw this the other day, or my wife was telling me about this the other day, and this is uh, coming fairly soon. I'm not sure quite how it works. You're more te- technically advanced than I am. But it's much like, I don't know if it's part of a phone app or what it is, but uh, you, you go into the grocery store and you go through a, a, a like a turnstile, like you would at a, uh, you know, sporting event. Uh-huh. And somehow with your phone or whatever, and every t- and then you take things off the shelf and you put them in your basket and then mm-hmm. you go back through this turnstile and boom, it adds it all up. It's there. It's, there's your, there's oh, your bill. Right That's there's the your Am- bill. The Amazon store, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, they say this is the next thing with grocery stores. Yes, they have self checkout. Where, but you have I'm to not scan. No, this is no. Automatic. It's all in a bag. It's you, all in a. It's yeah. all in a bag. You got it. Boom. You leave. There's your bill. So if you're thinking about a career of being a, a grocery store cashier, mm-hmm. it's going to be very sad in a way. Yeah. I always thought that working in a grocery store, as a manager, of course. You know, I go to Publix. I love Publix. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, I like shopping there. It's and I see the managers and and they're they're always in a white shirt. It seems or that Publix green shirt. You sure. And they seem to just you know they enjoy their work. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you know people for the most part are happy. They're buying food. Food's gonna make them happy. Sure. And they're looking at the store and it's clean and everything is well run. <laughs> And the, and the and the shelves are stocked with food. It's not like shopping for food in Cuba, mm. <laughs> you know. Or you know, you got stuff there. You're looking at the boxes of cereal, and you got this. And then you could come back a couple hours later, and the you know wherever you pulled that box, there's going to be another box in there. Yeah, that's very pleasant. It's a pleasant experience. Who wouldn't want to work at a Publix? Right? That's where shopping is a pleasure. Right. But if you take the cashiers away, and all of a sudden wow. you just go in and you see, and, and they, they put beep, it in your beep. cart, beep, boop, there's your bill, and, mm-hmm. you know, who do you hand that to? One person? Mm-hmm. Who probably goes up and down the aisles. They okay, you know, it's, uh, you know, forty nine ninety five. beep. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, mm-hmm. there you go. I don't want anybody shopping for my groceries. Sorry, Mel. No, I don't. I mean, I want to be able to look at the chicken breasts I'm buying. I don't want anybody buying them for me. Or the stew meat. You know, you got yeah. six different packages there. You want to slap the melons yourself. But now it's, you know, my wife was just telling me she was. Oh, I'm good at it, though. Well, at 
Walmart, you can like order it all on the app. They'll bring it out to your car now. Yeah. Food. Yeah. Sure. Bananas. You know, you got to. Can you order the bananas? I want bananas with spots. I want green bananas. I want bananas in between spots and green. Is is Amazon delivering food yet from Whole Foods? I don't know. It's it's a matter of minutes. Yeah, before it happens. Probably. I I know that when I do the ship thing, they can specify very very closely what kind of bananas they want. What you know, you know, if they say they want them on the greener side, you know, or the really ripe, they they say right there. It's very clear. Um. And they, they give you notes uh, on some of it. Yeah, it's not too interesting. You know, and then you get some, uh, what if you want some, uh, what do you call it? What's that root that you can uh, put in Chinese food? What is that? Ginger. Uh, ginger. Yeah. I want a big big thing of ginger, small thing of ginger. I want something in between. I don't want a lot of, you know, arms the coming knots. off. Yeah, uh-huh. Here is uh, Larry. What's going on, Larry? Not much time. Hey, buddy. You yeah. know, I know. Also, you know, they will never replace Emmett's. Emmett in the fix-it shop. You have to have somebody that knows tools and, and stuff, right? They'll never replace that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that either. What do you think? Hey, the only thing about Obama, yeah, President about? Obama, it looked like he was going to the bathroom when he was in that portrait. The first thing I saw, I've been <laughs> yeah. sitting like, Dad, it looks like you're sitting on the can. Like sitting on the can. And that doesn't look anything like Michelle. Now, I mean, I say it's an, maybe that you all. say that's an impressionist piece. That's my impression of what Michelle Not looks like. It doesn't look anything like her. No. I want, if I'm having a portrait of the president, I want it to look like the president. I want Realistic. George Washington and Abraham Lincoln and everybody else. You know, it's just that standard, yeah. that standard yeah. old That's school sword. portrait. I don't want him to look like Kudzu's about to strangle him or something. Exactly. Yeah. It looks like he's sitting in a bed of poison <laughs> exactly. ivy or something. Yeah. At, least, at least it could have been weed or something. And there's something he did, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that doesn't look anything like Michelle. No, it doesn't. No. All right, Larry. Okay. See you, buddy. There you go. See you. Bye. <laughs> Here we go. Bam, bam. All right, let me take a little break. We'll come back. Plenty of things ahead. We have the regular round of closest to the pin. We've got Shot Doctor coming in. We've got Scott Maxwell to talk to and all that good stuff. Upcoming on Real Radio 104.1. trip for two to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards is just a few minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Phillips file for a uh, Wednesday. Uh, yep. And another uh, school shooting, high school shoot, uh, school shooting with um, many injured. This one down in South Florida, Broward County at uh, a high school in Parkland, which is in Broward County in South Florida. At the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Multiple people confirmed dead, Jim, at last report. Governor Scott, who was out of state, is coming back to Florida and is on his way to Parkland. So is Attorney General Pam Bondi. So they think uh, quite possibly what a former student is responsible for this uh, shooting. Here we go again. And how many school shootings have we had since the beginning of the year? We've had 13. Yeah, 13, 13. And it's only the 14th of February. Just this year alone. And, uh... Uh, too many of you, at least I believe, you know, this uh, nonsense, well, we just need more guns. And, well, why don't that was the her, first thing that Let's give every yeah. kid a gun then. See, <clears throat> now now the what they, they'll they say is, okay, well, what law could prevent this? What, what do you want to do now? Well, I think it's a, I think, I think what you want to do now without 
necessarily a law yet is to rethink what's going on in this country as it relates to the availability of guns. I mean, what do we want to be as a society? You know, do we want to, I mean, this, uh, the, look, the National Rifle Association is not the National Rifle Association that it, that it, that it was be. when it was created or when I first joined back when I was a teenager, no longer a member of the NRA. I finally said enough of their political nonsense. Uh, they are, uh, they're boot, uh, they're, uh, they're licks fiddles for the gun industry. Everybody knows that, you know, but they use the, they use the theme or their branding is we're in the defense of the second amendment and blah, 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 blah. That's a bunch of hogwash. You know, what they do is they are in the business of instilling fear, I believe, especially if you see their ads or read their uh, magazine, The American Rifleman. They're in the business of instilling fear in the citizenry uh, where they get to the uh, they get to the point where they're so scared they believe that they should be armed. You have a better chance of being injured, if not killed, if there's a weapon in your home, I'm not against firearms. I've told you before, I've shot since I was a kid. I have firearms, blah, 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 blah. But the fact of the matter is, with that out of the way, the fact of the matter is statistics will show that people who have firearms, there's a greater chance of being injured with that firearm yeah. than if there are no firearms in the house. That's just the way that it is. But people, they they have this fear that any minute somebody's going to come crashing through my front door and uh, rape my family members and take everything I have. Come on. Of course, if you watch the television news, which is a major problem in itself, I mean, the, the media, who wouldn't be scared? Because that's, 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 what, that's what they report. All you have to do is, and I watch local news every once in a while. Because <clears throat> I was in the business for, every, for, for a fairly long time, the news gathering business. Mm-hmm. And then I turn on the news, and it's always the same. It's always the same. It's a murder. It's a shooting. It's a this. It's it's a that. That's all that it is. Who wouldn't be scared out of their mind? Right. You watch enough of that, you know. You would. You'd have a gun on the on the side of your easy chair, watching TV. You're waiting for somebody to crash through your front door at any moment. Who wouldn't have a gun in their car when they watch the television news? You know, they put this at the forefront of the news when when by and large. If to be perfectly honest, your chances, if you're somewhat street smart, your chances of being a victim of a violent crime are minute. Unless you go looking for it. And even if you're, let's say, if, and I've said this before, even if you're at the ATM, right, you got your concealed weapon. On your sock. Yeah, exactly. Or you get, like, a, you know, when you're in a holster on your, uh, on your belt. Hip. Yeah. And you're getting your money out of the ATM and somebody comes up and puts a, a, gun, a gun in your ribs. What are you going to do? Outdraw him? Yeah, you can't walk up to an ATM with your with your gun drawn or maybe that's the next step. Maybe, well, we should allow people, you know, when they go into the bank or when they go get their money out of the ATM to have their uh, have their pistol in their hand out. So any ne'er-do-wells who are thinking about robbing them would see that first. No, more guns well, then they the wouldn't end. hold you up. They'd just shoot you and then take your money and they take your gun as well. I'm not against firearms. I've shot all my life. I've done all that. But the, the black powder, pistol, shotguns, trap, skeet, hunted for a little bit. Didn't like that too much. But it's not that. It's just too many imbeciles out there with, uh, with weapons. Too many people out there that, are, uh, that sh- shouldn't have them. Sorry. A lot of people have weapons. They don't know what to do with them. They fired them once in a, in a concealed weapons training class. Right? 
Yeah. And then they got their concealed weapon and think, you know, they view it as a talisman. They have this weapon now. in their glove compartment or on their body or in their pocketbook, and they say, nothing's going to harm me ever. And then they shoot their toe off. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Here is uh, Ben on Real Radio. Go ahead, Ben. Yeah, Jim. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Um, all right. I want to disclose I am not crazy right right wing, so I'm going to beg you not to go to extremes on this. But my question is this: yeah. Every single event we got since nine eleven is a gun free zone. All right. That is sitting duck situation after sitting duck situation. And you have these results. I hear what you're saying with every hypothetical, and I respect your opinion. But you got all these real life scenarios, and I said I, 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 I'm not looking for guns on every street corner on easy chairs. But my question is, at what point does somebody like you own the fact that the next sitting duck situation, you've never proposed a solution. You've literally just said no, no more guns. Let's blah 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 fill in the blank, but you've literally said nothing to solve the problem of what are you going to do to protect these people that have no gun? You go into a, a plane on 9-11, you go into these schools, and they know they can have their way with the place because people like you have said, no guns, no guns, no guns. I'll shut up. Fill in the blanks for me. No, I, I've, I've, never, I've never even commented about, no, uh, about gun-free zones. Well, what would you suggest then? If, if, you're, if you're saying to me, I don't have an idea what to do, I'll throw it back at you. There's no other civilized, okay. if you allow me to talk for just a second, there's no other, there is no other civilized nation that has a problem with firearms like we do in the United States. So what is your solution? Okay. Name, me another, name me another country that does not, that's not engaged in a civil war that has the same problem with firearms like we do in the United States. On airplanes now, there are undercover officers who are well-trained, and I propose that on every – that's the short answer to your question is in every school, every gun-free zone, whether it's Starbucks or whether it's a school, put somebody uh, who is formally trained, well-respected, down-to-earth like you're talking about, in every single one of those uh, scenarios, Mm. in a concert, in a club – real armed officers so that if somebody loses their mind and walks into the place they they know that they're they can't have the way with the place until somebody gets a hold of 911 and your solution for the solution. Las Ve- your solution for the Las Vegas shooting would have been what that's a tough one because that came from way up above but yeah honestly you've got to have in that scenario you create so you want so you want what you want you just and that you, guy knew he had a whole right. bunch of sitting ducks down so, there all right so you want a society that's more armed there are more armed people around i i understand that i i'd like to think that maybe if we put our heads together i don't have the solution all i know is that we have a problem and i don't think at this particular point in time that i want to be a, a part of a society i don't like the idea of living in a society where everybody seems to be armed. I just don't like the idea about that. I don't want it in I, elementary I, I, schools. I, 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 I'm, I'm just not... I understand what you're saying. And there's a problem with security. I understand that. There are too many firearms in this country owned by imbeciles, mentally unstable people, people who shouldn't have firearms. Um... I I, I I just I just don't like this idea of where you know you go to other places in in the world and they don't have this problem. What is it about the United States where we have such a problem with firearm violence? What what is it about what is it about us? Why are these incidents taking place? Because of the availability of firearms? 
Or is it something about the American psyche? I, you know, trying to think, I don't have the answer to that. Maybe you do. I don't. All right. It, it, all right. I'm not going to be crystal ball here, but I'm going to say every year for decades, they know we have minimized the consequences to these people. We've minimized security. They're getting three hots and a cot for the rest of their life. All these people on the on the le- on the liberal side say, "Poor them, poor them," and they basically have no consequences. No, no, yeah, no, 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 yeah no, nobody's no, saying no, that. But no. you're not you're not addressing the question that I had. You would admit that there's no other advanced nation that has a similar problem with firearms and firearm deaths and homicides and suicides like we have in the United States. Why is that? Why do we have such a high level of gun violence? and suicides and accidents why what is it about the united states as opposed to other countries you made that up on jimapedia.com you know you don't have any research to support what you just said admit it no no wait what, what are you saying i'm wrong name me another you're well, making up facts right well, now well name me name me a country that has the same level of gun violence that we do in the united states then England? All right, Captain Research. So, Eng- yeah, compare us to Europe. Compare us, compare us to Denmark. How's that work? What are the stats? You looked it up, didn't you? Oh, tell, oh, I'm just asking. I'm just asking you then to then tell me another country. You say I'm wrong. Then tell me another country. No, and, hold on a minute. Will you just t- should take a deep you breath? Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, here right. we go. All tough right. guy. Yeah. Tell me another country. <laughs> You're a tough guy. Oh, sounds like tell me, tell me another country that has the same level of gun violence that we do in the United States. That's a, that's a simple question. I don't think you can come up with an answer. Is it France? Is I'm it England? Is it Japan? Is it Denmark that you mentioned? Is it Germany? Where? where? Tell me. I'm you don't have an answer. With this school. All right. All right, bud. Okay. Sorry. You know, I kept cool about it. Fine. You know, I'm not going to change your mind. You know, you want more guns, you know, uh, than... Then have your guns. If you want to live, you know, in a in a society where you're scared of your shadow, and you feel it necessary to carry a firearm, well, I guess uh, that's the society you want to live in. I'm not crazy about that idea myself. I think we, I personally think we can do better than that. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong. It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get late. It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right. You've got that right. The game is closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. We're uh, still gathering information from that shooting incident at a high school in uh, Broward County. Multiple uh, injuries and fatalities. We're still gathering information. This is a story broke from several hours ago. We'll get that information and bring it to you in a couple of minutes or so. Time for that regular round of Closest to the Pen. I'm playing against Darlene. Kevin is the backup. What's the prize? We have a pair of tickets to see Dan Rather at the Hard Rock Live on March 17th. Tickets are on sale now. You can go to realradio.fm, keyword tickets, for more info. Okay, let's do this, shall we? Hello, Darlene. Welcome to the program. 
Thank you, and uh, good evening, Phillips File. Love you all. Aww. Oh, thank you. Love we love you. you on this Valentine's Day, and it's Happy a cat- Valentine's. Yeah, it's a category not about Valentine's. However, something else people love, and that's their dogs. The category. Oh my God, I'm a dog lover. Oh, this is going to be so great for you because Brad sent the category, and it's called "It's Going to the Dogs" in reference to yeah. the Westminster Dog Show. Facts and figures about the dog show, okay? All right. All right. Did you watch it at all? No, I did not. I believe in rescue dogs, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Good for you. Okay, so here we go, Darlene. Facts and figures about the Westminster Dog Show. We're going to reset the clock for you and begin in three, two, one. At Westminster, the first level of competition is in the breed or variety. So how many total breeds and varieties are competing this year? 110. The competition is narrowed down into groups. Hound, for example. How many separate groups are there? Eight. A group of sporting gentlemen decided it would be a good time to hold a dog show in Manhattan. In what year was the Westminster Kennel Club founded? 1939. A smooth fox terrier won the most coveted award in the dog show world, best in show, a record three times. How many other dogs have won best in show twice? Five. In 2009, a Sussex Spaniel became the oldest dog to capture best in show. In years, how old was he? In dog years, uh, eight. Time. Okay. (laughs) Great job, Darlene. For someone who doesn't watch the show, you did remarkably well. I'm just going to put you on hold, and you'll be able to listen to Jim's round in this category. Oh, yeah. This year's show featured around 3,000 dogs. That's a Brad's fun fact while Jim makes his way back into the studio. Hello, Jim Phillips. Welcome is. back. Your Hello. chance to redeem yourself after yesterday's crushing defeat. Oh, oh. that was bad. Uh, did you watch the Westminster Dog Show at all? No, I forgot all about it. Plus, you know, I don't like to watch it because I, I like I love dogs. There's not mm-hmm. about I feel bad for the dogs that lose. I feel worse for the dogs that lose than oh. for snowboarders who don't win a medal. Jim, this category <laughs> submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. It's going to the dogs. Yeah. Facts and figures about the Westminster Dog Show. Okay, then. All right. Mm-hmm. Gonna reset. Oh, let me record Darlene's time. Not a handicap. Uh, yeah. We're gonna discuss your seconds. handicap after. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just uh, do your best. All right. In three, in two, in one. At Westminster, the first level of competition is in the breed or variety. So how many total breeds and varieties are competing this year? Eight. The competition is narrowed down into groups. Hound, for example. How many separate groups are there? Uh, eight. A group or, or sporting gentlemen, a yeah. group of sporting gentlemen decided it would be a good time to hold a dog show in Manhattan. In what year was the Westminster Kennel Club founded? 1875. A smooth fox terrier won the most coveted award yeah. in the dog show mm-hmm. world, best in show, a record three times. Mm-hmm. How many other dogs have won best in show twice? Two. In 2009, a Sussex Spaniel became Wait. the oldest dog to capture best in show yeah. in years. Uh-huh. How old was he? Ten. 
What I do? I don't know. Well, good, but I'm going to add five seconds to your time as that handicap we discussed earlier. It's going to be five seconds today. You're playing against Darlene. She's a dog lover, Jim. Oh, God. So let's get a cat lover. Mm -hmm. Ah. A variety is a division of a breed based on coat, color, or size. How Mm. many total breeds and varieties competed this year in the Westminster Dog Show? Darlene said. Can I change my answer? No. She said 110. Is it 115? Jim said. Eight. (laughs) The answer? 202. Darlene gets a point. Come on, Darlene. She's crushing you. There's no way you can come back from this. Of course you can. Oh, let's see. How about how many groups? Hound, for example, is a group. Sporting, hound, working, those are all types of groups. How many groups are competing? Right. Darlene said. They both said eight. Oh, the answer's seven. They each get a point. Yeah. Darlene leads two to one. Come on, Jim. Come back, kid. Here we go. An insurmountable lead, I believe Here has. we go. Push it into overdrive. Well, let's see. Uh, the group of sporting gentlemen decided mm-hmm. we will start the Westminster Kennel Club. It was founded in what year? Reginald? Sign That's awful. Sign yeah. ear. Get off. Sign right ear, and you could be part of our club. Yeah, what did Darlene say? What she year? said 1939. I think I got this. What year did Jim say? 18... We couldn't hear because someone was talking. 1875. <laughs> One at a time, people. 1877. Oh, so close. Oh, damn. Tie game. Oh, boy. One to go? No, two. Two to go. Ooh. Tie game, two to two. It's all evened up. A smooth fox terrier. Mm. Those are cute dogs. Won the most coveted dog show uh, award, uh, best in show, mm. a record three times, okay? How many other dogs have won best in show two times? Darlene said. Five. Jim. Two. Six. Darlene yeah. leads three to two. Darlene. Oh, man. Come on, Darlene. The three-time bitch was named oh. Cha Warren Remedy. Come on, Jim. Come on. Cha. Show this Darlene or dog loving Darlene. I know you're listening, Darlene. She's leaving. She's leaving. I mean, she's listening. She's here. I'm coming for you, Darlene. I know she's on on hold. She can hear me. Three to two. It's Valentine's Day. She's a huge fan. Yeah, she loves you. Yeah, nice lady. In 2009, a Sussex Spaniel became the oldest dog to capture best in show. Watch this. In years, how old was he? Normally, the dogs are what? Two or three? Two or three. Darlene's leading three to two. Jim, she's leading you by one. Darlene said. She said this old dog that you were talking about was eight. Jim said ten. She's got a one-point lead on you, Jim. The answer? Come on. Oh, someone got it on the money. Oh, no. Ten. Double points. Jim wins. (laughs) He wins with that answer. Oh, how could you? How rude. Poor Darlene. I'm sorry, Darlene. Four to three. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The only thing I can say is. I'm the champion. I am the greatest. Right. I will win. I can't lose. Oh, Darlene. By the way, C-H equals champion. Spell it out next time, Brad. Yep, B-Rad. Yeah. Oh, my Poor Darlene. You should apologize to her. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Yeah, whatever. Remember, close only counts in... Your show, do what you want. Wow. (laughs) And closest to the pin. Uh, We've had this terrible uh, school shooting down in South Florida, down in Broward County, at a high school, multiple injuries. We don't know the number of fatalities. Um, Many times, of course, they're not going to do that until parents are notified, and all Uh, that is is clarified, unless somebody might know at this particular point in time. 
So here we go again. We had uh, one caller who I disagree with. I just I just don't like the uh, of a fully armed society. I'm not I'm not crazy about that. I think we can do better than that. I think we have a right to regulate what kind of firearms you can have. You can have a firearm, but I think we as people through the state can determine what kind of firearm you can have. Not inside your home. That's already been dictated by the United States Supreme Court. But out in public, off your property, I think we have the right to say, I'm sorry, you can't have a semi-automatic assault-style weapon. Just can't. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A man that claims to be a time traveler from the year 2030 claims Trump will be re-elected in 2020. That's cool and all but what kind of lame-ass time traveler travels 12 years back in time just to say the president will be re-elected? Nerd. Next, a Maryland psychic has been convicted of fraud again. Ha. Huh. Loser didn't even see that coming. Finally, a Pennsylvania man is in trouble with the law now after he pulled the emergency brake in the car while arguing with his girlfriend. It caused the car to flip and he left without helping his girlfriend. Nothing like Valentine's Day behind bars. Douche. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File Live blog. Go there to see Hanjin with the Shot Doctor episode 4 at realradio.fm. And transmission. Coming up next on this Wednesday edition of the Phillips File, a conversation with Scott Maxwell. From... You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio! 104.1 A lot of ground to cover with Scott Maxwell today. Mr. Maxwell writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. Every Wednesday at this time, we talk with Scott to see what's going on and comment on his column as well. Greetings and salutations, Mr. Maxwell. Hello, Jim. How are you? And I, and can I start by offering uh, congratulations to Young Pinkman on his impending nuptials? Oh, oh sure. I thought nice. you were going to congratulate me on my appearance in the Orlando Weekly and being named oh. one of Central Florida's people we love, but that's okay. Oh, my. No, I missed that. But uh, <laughs> is that this week's yep. like, upcoming edition? Just yeah, came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah see, uh, okay, it's not, I don't think it's in print yet, Jim. And if it's if I can't get ink on my hands, I don't read it. No, right. listen Let me move on. i got a lot of ground to cover, first of all. Yeah. Any thoughts? I know it's early, but there's another school shooting, this one down in Broward County. I don't know how many students have been shot or how many have been killed or injured, uh, but certainly more than a dozen. Any quick reaction to what's going on? I really try not to have quick reaction uh, because we don't know all the details uh, except uh, to say how uh, mind-numbingly, heartbreakingly common it is. And yeah. uh, as we talked about last time, uh, I think we get a bit number every time. But, it's normalized uh, we, somehow, right? It's just normal. I think we're desensitized I, to it. We've talked about this before. When, it, when, when I was younger, I would on something like this, I would feel like, oh, my God. I, I, I actually had this thought. For, my son shouldn't go to soccer. My daughter should skip dance. We all need to get together and have dinner together. That That's how we did it. Right. Like after and things, I I know they would look at me like I was crazy tonight yeah. because they, they they this is just not a big deal in their life anymore. It's the new normal, and, 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 which is uh, which is sad. Um, it is. It's sick. It it, it it's a 
it's messed up in a, in, a, in a truly profound way. Well, I keep asking people, I mean, what is it about this country, about the United States? I know a proliferation of firearms and this and that, whatever. But no other country has this no. problem that we have. There's some, right. I don't know whether it's part of the American psyche. I, I haven't figured it out yet. Like, I know about the number of firearms. I'm a firearms owner myself, but there's something, is there something about us in particular where uh, where this kind of, where this nonsense takes place, and as you say, you know, we just um, okay, another day, you know, another day, another dollar, and uh, you know, Thought, thoughts and prayers. Yeah, thoughts uh, and prayers. Uh, somebody had uh, uh, was starting to collect all the thoughts and prayers tweets from uh, the politicians who have sort of the stock one that right. they send out. Uh, yeah, something like this happens. They you know hit a button and out it goes. All right, let me move on to today's column or one of your columns, and this is about uh, Orlando International Airport. The uh, TSA has been providing essentially baggage screening and security with Orlando Police, of course, for Orlando International Airport for a number of years. But now the Orlando Aviation Authority, for some strange reason, is thinking about doing away with the TSA and going with private security. And as you mentioned in your column, why is this even coming up? What brainiac came up with this idea and why? The, the, the short answer, I have my suspicions, and they're probably similar to, to yours, and, and, and they're not just suspicions, they're founded. The private companies want a giant piece of this. It, it, it's a giant contract. There is tons of money. And by the way, we can debate whether all of this TSA is effective or not. That, that would be a whole separate debate, you know, because uh, so, sometimes – it, it, some of it's more theater than actuality. I, I agree. But, but there, I agree. But, but there's also some serious stuff going on. I was down in the bowels of this or, uh, operation uh, Monday, and it's, it's pretty fascinating. And I'm, I'm very impressed with it also. Uh, but but it's not, let's assume we're going to have it. Uh, there are tens, if not hundreds, of millions of dollars at stake. And any time that's the case, whether you're talking about TSA or whether you're talking about education with, with charter and voucher schools, private companies are going to want to get a piece, going to get their hands on it. And uh, that's already started. Now, for the for almost all of the United States, this has been rejected because even hardcore conservative pro-privatization people like Dan Webster, you know Dan, we don't have a more conservative congressman. He says matters of national security should not be contracted out to the lowest bidder. Uh, so with, if we've got 600 airports in, in the United States, hardly any of them do them. There's a couple of puddle jumper types, uh, Bozeman, Montana, Key West, uh, Sanford, where you know, Larry Dale. Uh, used to be uh, these the small ones that have privatized, but there is only one airport of any significant size in the United States that, that has a privatized security. It is San Francisco. And in, and in case you think that was some solution to all sorts of problems out in San Francisco, uh, agents just last year uh, were caught in a bribery thing where they were being paid off to let drugs through. Uh, they've confessed uh, in other stories to letting things through when they were uh, without inspecting bags when they were under pressure to get things. My point is there's no evidence that anybody has that they're doing it better. To the contrary, there's questions, and not, hardly anybody does that. And yet Orlando, as you pointed out, and the leaders of that airport, uh, one of the largest in America, are saying, hey, let, let's take another run at this. But, what, but my question would be, why? I mean, if everything's it's okay, there's no, there's no gigantic scandal that I'm aware of with TSA at Orlando International Airport. There's no you know, gigantic cu- cu- you know, customer or passenger dissatisfaction with what the TSA is, is doing. I mean, we all have to take the belts off. We don't like any of that, but we realize. No. I mean, is anybody saying they're doing such a terrible job? We, we have no alternative. Oh, but to go with a private or a private uh, security organization. No, to, to, 
to the contrary, virtually every study that's been done by the airport or TSA or independent organizations show people are generally happy. J.D. Power says that, uh, said that flyers view this as one of the best-run airports in America. Uh, Valencia College did one and found customer satisfaction of 90%. I don't think you could get 90% of Americans to agree that the sky is blue or puppies are cute, but they've got something like that. Even OIA, who's trying to make it look like uh, that, you know, that, that TSA is a mess-up, uh, con- contracted out a survey that found 70% satisfaction, yeah. which, by the way, was a higher rate of satisfaction than OIA scored for itself uh, in, in this survey. So, yeah, they're, oh, and also, so why are they doing this? Well, it started under John Micah uh, when he was back in office. Right. He, was, he hated unions. Uh, and he didn't like that TSA was unionizing. And by the way, when we talk about these, it, it, as we've just discussed before, this is a boogeyman in this state. Unions don't have squat for power Correct. Uh, in this state. And when you talk about the wages these people are making, it starts at $23,000. i am looking at the thing. $23,000 is what the starting screener is getting. Supervisors, the ones who are, who are actually in charge, the starting pay for them is 35 It tops out the most senior at like 50 I mean, this is, this is not an empowered group of individuals. But John Micah didn't like uh, unions, so he was fussing at that. And then you have the private, the firms that want a piece of it. Covenant is the firm that ran it out in San Francisco, the one I mentioned where they got bribes. They got a lobbyist. Her name's Janine McKinnon. She's been uh, working it for eight years on behalf of Covenant at OIA. Uh, so you you got to figure there's a financial uh, pressure. But what's funny is when they tried this three years ago, when Michael was really pushing it hard, it wasn't just people like me who said, well, I don't understand. If it ain't broke, why fix it? Exactly. It was, pe- it was people like the theme parks. It was people like Disney and Universal who said, you know what? Play play your cronyism games uh, with your vending contracts, with, with who, you, who you're going to give the next McDonald's outlet to. Uh, but don't do it with, <laughs> with national security and a chance to blow up our plane. Uh, they all came out and said security. He's working fine. I uh, don't change it, and then they dropped it. But now, three years later, they're trying it. So, what do you think? I mean, uh, you know, probably got the crystal balls. So it's going to go anywhere, or is it one of those things they just threw out there to see what kind of reaction? there would be to it. There's two possibilities. You could have a board member or airport officials who feel like they owe their lobbyist buddies or private contractors yeah. a shot uh, and not going to do it. But I got to tell you, I don't think they bring this up back up. They bring this back up. If you're asking me just my crystal ball, I don't think they bring it up after just getting bitch slapped all over the place three years ago, uh, unless they think they have a chance to get it done. So if I had a guess, I would think they would. Now, the, the question I would pose to some of these board members, and by the way, I don't care. I mean, if, if the hand that's frisking me is private or public, it doesn't make a beans worth a difference. All I know is that no planes have blown up since OIA, and that they've got a pretty decent reputation based on what people say. So if I'm one of these board members, and yeah, I got some lobbyists telling me, boy, we'd like a piece of this contract, or I got somebody saying this is a good chance to bust up the unions or give private sector a chance, I'm also going to have to think this. There has not been a single major security problem since in all the 15 years since TSA has been at OAA. God forbid something tragic happens after I change to a private private security right. firm when nobody was asking, when nobody was complaining about it. I think I'd have a lot to answer for, and that's the question if I was a board member I'd be thinking about before I thought. Let me move on to your column about affordable housing. Affordable housing, I guess, has a certain amount of money reserved in Tallahassee, something to that effect. But yeah. you're reporting that uh, members of the state legislature or the state 
I don't know whether it's the legislature or the executive branch, is dipping into that money and using it for something else. They're not using it for affordable housing, which we need in the state of Florida. Certainly we need it in central Florida. Affordable housing is is very hard to find in, in central Florida, metro Orlando. So what are they doing? They're taking money out for for what purpose? Uh, for anything, uh, whatever they want. It's for tax cuts. If yeah. it's for uh, uh, the Visit Florida, I mean, it goes into the general fund. So they're taking it, whatever they're spending it on, they're using it for this. And and what you what you have here is that uh, about 25 years ago, Florida legislators, in in an unusual show of uh, sort of foresight, realized this state was destined for a housing problem. Mm-hmm. And they realized that because of what you and I talk about so often, that this state is built on the backs of low-wage workers. And if you have people that don't make much money in a place that has rising rents, and we've talked about that as well, we have faster rising rents than than most places in America, it's a bad combination. So 25 years ago, they started peeling off a little little piece of every real estate transaction. Any of your listeners who've ever done a real estate transaction, a little piece of that gets peeled off and put in put in the state's affordable housing trust fund. Last year was about 300 million dollars. Wow. So you'd so you'd think that'd be $300 million spent on affordable housing. Sure. That is not what they've done for the past 10 years. Actually, for the last eight years straight, they have have uh, basically they've raided it. They've stolen it and used it for other things. And uh, this year, it's it's a full half of that. It's $150 million of the $300 million. They just take and use it to fund their other priorities. What does anybody say about that when you say Mr. or Mrs. Uh, legislator? What, you know, I mean, you're part and parcel of removing money from the affordable housing fund and, you know, shifting it over there. I mean, do do they ever respond or do we know who they are or what, what do you do with these individuals? Yeah, uh, they they did, and that's part of what got me a little uh, steam my clams a little extra much uh, <laughs> yesterday. Was uh, so they the, both uh, the House and the Senate have done it. Finally, the Senate, and they're both led by Republicans, but finally, Senate Republicans said, "No, you know what? This is no housing is getting to be a crisis in the state." And we've written about it. we got one of the worst uh, problems with finding affordable housing in in the America right here in Central Florida. The Senate said, "We can't do this anymore." And they went to the House Speaker Richard Corcoran, as Miami Herald did and said, we got to do it. He said, are you going to change it and actually spend this money where it's supposed to go? And Corcoran says, Corcoran's excuse is no, we're probably going to keep stealing it because we are living in tight financial times. And that is the biggest load of horse hockey I have ever heard. They have set record spending uh, budgets every year for the past five years. These guys make drunken sailors look like they're at AA meetings. I mean, $87 billion. When Governor Rick Scott got in office, Charlie Crist had a $70 billion. Seventy, And Rick Scott said that was way too bloated. It's $87 billion they're spending right now. So this, is, this isn't this is a matter of tight or lean financial times. It's a matter of these guys not wanting to spend this money. It's not being a priority. Money that was designated that every Everyone who's listening to us right now has paid specifically for housing. Right. They don't want to use that one. Let me uh, move on to John Amina, the chief of the Orlando Police Department, who I believe announced today he's running for Orange County Sheriff. Is that just uh, essentially a, a, a shoe-in? I don't know who else wants to run for sheriff. I, I, I don't understand why uh, the chief of OPD wants to be the sheriff. I thought in the pecking order... You know, as far as law enforcement agencies, now, you know, Sheriff's Department, I guess, is bigger. 
but you're, I think OPD officers are paid more than sheriff's deputies. Uh, some would argue that their department might be just a tad more prestigious, prestigious, a little bit more sophisticated, a big city police department, as opposed to, you know, the sheriff's department that handles unincorporated slash a lot of the rural areas. Or is it just... Hey, that's a stepping stone for something else, because Jerry Demings, the sheriff, is running for Orange County mayor. Uh, you know, I haven't asked uh, Mina personally, but I, I can tell you the numbers are not even close. Uh, the Orange County sheriff is a lot bigger yeah. uh, in, 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 in both money and size. Use it of is. Force. Like, yeah. I think maybe four times the size mm-hmm. uh, than, than it is. And, and most places, it's not like that. If you go to Chicago or some other city, the, the, police, the Chicago, city of Chicago is going to be much bigger than, what is that, Cook County. Uh, so, so it is a, is a lot bigger here. Uh, he may have aspirations. I think he is generally viewed as easily the favorite. Um, however, I was a little surprised. I think we reported um, he, he was a Republican and now an independent. I don't know that folks care that much about that, but he also has hired a, a Republican campaign manager, or at least someone who's sending out information, a guy named John Dallas, who uh, has been involved with campaigns like you may remember, because I believe you talked about it a lot, like the Robert Stewart uh Muslim polling uh, oh, really? one, uh, and and I was a little surprised by Mina, who I think is generally he got a pretty good reputation right. and doesn't have many negatives. He's bringing a little baggage with him with that. So yet, what I guess I think I thought was a shoe in. I'm not as convinced yet, but we'll have to see how it all plays out. Okay, very good, excellent. Appreciate t- uh, what's coming up in the next column. That's what I need to ask you next. Oh, I have uh, yeah something interesting to uh, earlier this. This Yes. Earlier this week down in uh, South Florida, a, a Miami hotelier was arrested basically on bribery charges. Mm-hmm. The notion that he had been providing free hotel rooms to a public official in Miami Beach in exchange for permits. And, and, and that, all right, that makes sense if he's getting swapping. The point I wanted to make is that I didn't know that was a crime in this state because every year Disney and Universal yeah. give not just one public official, but the entire legislature right, right. 800, not every year, but a total of $800,000 worth of free rooms, uh, tickets, show tickets, perks. Uh, and, and that's not considered a crime. That's considered a tradition. Well, they so. do it. They're just trying, they're just nice people, you know, they, they just want to say thank you for serving us, uh, you know, public servant, and thank you very much. You know, I think they make it clear that they they don't want anything out of it, nor do they Absolutely. expect anything out of it. It just, it just so happens it <laughs> happens to be uh, the free stays or the pre-session retreat when they are considering the legislation that these uh, right. theme parks uh, want. But yeah, absolutely. It's like the Second Harvest Food Bank, basically. One big charity. Good enough. Thanks for joining us. We'll do it again next Wednesday, okay? Yeah, my pleasure. Look All right, man. To. Scott uh, Maxwell writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel right around the corner. Shot Doctor with Casting Call. Then we have the Five Minute Professor. We got PPT upcoming. Wow. Lots of things to handle on Real Radio 104.1. Jim Culvert Show, Fridays 3 to 7 on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> and I'm a shot doctor casting call. Shot doctor from our sister station down the hallway is here. What's that station again, shot doctor? That's FM 96.9, the game. Orlando Sports Leader. Sounds like you have a cold. That's mental. A little bit of stuffy nose, Well, yeah. that's not a right answer. I mean, you got a mental cold or you have a cold? Sounds ne- like you have a cold. Neither. No, he means I like... I have a throat disruption. Uh-huh. Wow. It's, you, it's, can it's, you wear a mask or something? I'm going to put this screen over there. Yeah. So it's not... a minor throat disruption that is under control as we speak. Because your, your voice was raspy today, and that's why I picked this particular movie. I think... 
When my voice was raspy, it was the acoustics in the hallway that was causing that. <clears throat> well, here in the studio, we have normal acoustics, so I'm, I'm normal. Well, I don't need you normal for this role. But before we get to that, what's the big sports story from uh, from today? A couple things we talked about Sean today. White. Yeah, this guy, uh, this guy, Sean White, the flying potato. No, I tomato. Love, I love that nickname. No. Not too many guys in sports can be known as the flying potato, it's but tomato. Sean White has it's pulled that one off. I don't refer hair. to him that anymore. Uh, nobody could, nobody calls him the flying potato or flying tomato. No, he doesn't like it. As a matter of fact, he gets pissed off. If you call him the tomato. Yeah, nobody, they don't, nobody refers to him as that. Oh. He's outgrown that name, nickname. Yeah, but he'll always be known as that because that's right, how well, we first got to Nobody refers to him. When he was doing skateboarding in, in, in the uh, Summer X Games like 15 years ago, 14 years ago, he was the flying potato back then. He still is right now. He hasn't changed <laughs> a bit. So we had that. We talked about the Cavaliers, the big trades they made last week. Oh, they cares? turned things around. Who cares about the Cavaliers? Also, we talked about the fact that Tiger Woods, again, tomorrow is back playing in L.A. He played three weeks ago, made the cut, and played pretty well. So he's back. He'll never win another major. Agreed. He's got that look, Jim. Oh, he's got what, steely, what, what does that Jim, mean? I saw the steely eyes, okay, that strut, okay, that look, the chin that sticks out. Yeah. The bulging forehead. He, he's back. He's got that strut. Yeah, he's, you know, in the world of golf, he's an old man. Yeah, it just happens. Maybe get on the senior tour. Is he old enough for the senior tour? He's 41. Oh, what he's do you have to be for the senior 50. tour? Nine years, 50, is that it? Yeah. We have a bet on that. It's the champions tour now. Oh, is it? Okay. Not the seniors? Correct. Uh, okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Do I owe money? Yep. Oh, what? For what? Flynn, what? his son, or Jared will oh, be indicted a... by February 14th. Wait a minute. It's only 6.05. Okay, tomorrow then. You pay okay, up tomorrow. Right, just okay. six hours, Pinkman, to wait it out. still got time to get Damn to it. the federal courthouse to file those papers. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. All right, it's time for Shot Doctor casting call. I pick a movie, then a scene from the movie, then the Shot Doctor uh, comes in, and we have various actors to help out with this scene. If you think you can identify the scene... Uh, just uh, text us at Real Mobile seven seven zero three one. This is something new for you, Shot Doctor. <gasps> so you're gonna have to kind of carry this through. Uh, I am to... a man of adaptability. I can do it all. Okay, I need uh, quiet on the set. We have uh, music as well. Uh, Shot Doctor, don't uh, do anything until you get uh, instructions from me. Okay, don't say anything. Don't engage in any dialogue until. I'm I'm ready for you to do that, okay? Oh boy! Hold on. Well, sometimes it takes a little bit of cables are set aside. Lighting is absolutely perfect. All the doors are closed to the sound stage. Cameras are rolling and action. You can stand here with me if you want, but you'll have to agree not to talk about the heat. I'm a married woman. <laughs> Meaning what? Meaning I'm not looking for company. Then you should have said, I'm a happily married woman. That's my business. What? How happy I am. And how happy is right, that? All right, come on, you get in a little bit. I mean, you got to. It's a little bit snappier than that, okay? <laughs> and a little bit back and forth. A little bit back and forth. All right. All right. I need I, the music. He sounds very angry. 
Exactly. No, you're trying Everybody to... Everybody except the shot doctor knows what this movie is. All right, can I reset the music, please? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, ready? And music, let's go. You can stand here with me if you want, but you'll have to agree not to talk about the heat. I'm a married woman. Meaning what? Meaning I'm not looking for company. Then you should have... Stop, stop, stop. Come on, no, that was it. No, 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 it's not the character. It's not the character at all. My God, I was perfect. Your voice is is five octaves too high. Five who? Octaves. What are those? It's too high like this. No, it doesn't talk like that. This person doesn't talk like that. You saw the movie, didn't you? Yes. We're going to do this one more time if you screw it up. Not me. You set the music. Please. I was with you with yes. that one shot. No, sorry. Have you ever seen the movie? Yeah, I thought. Well, it had nothing to do with the movie, but shot sounded as far from his usual self as he has ever sounded. Uh, I want him to sound like the character in this movie. Oh, that can't happen. Ready? <laughs> Start the music. You can stand here with me if you want, but you'll have to agree not to talk about the heat. I'm a married woman. Meaning what? Meaning I'm not looking for company. Then you should have said, I'm a happily married woman. That's my business. What? How happy I am. And how happy is that? Not too smart, are you? I like that in a man. What else do you like? Lazy? Ugly? Horny? I've got them all. You don't look lazy. Tell me. Does chat like this work with most women? Some, if they haven't been around much. I wondered. Thought maybe I was out of touch. Can I buy you a drink? I told you I've got a husband. I'll buy him one, too. Cut. Not, 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 not too shabby. My except, God, was I good. I, except, I was all over this one. No, 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 no. Where's no, the no. Jimmy's? No, no, hold on. I mean, the line where... where Pinkman says, what else do you like? Lazy, ugly, horny, I've got them all. Her rejoinder is, what does she say? Well, you don't look lazy. Yeah. Tell me. Well, that's the line. She says, well, what? you don't look lazy. You don't look lazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because then she's saying, well. You must be somebody other, You must too. be ugly or horny. Yeah. Right. Which is okay with her. Right. Let's just do that line one more time, okay? Okay, Pinkman. All right, uh, Pinkman, uh, Ready? Yes. What else? What else do you like? Here we go. Ready? Action. What else do you like? Lazy? Ugly? Horny? I've got them all. You don't look lazy. (laughs) Tell me. Does chat like this work with most women? Good. Very good. Better. Way better. This is why I'm a multiple Jimmy Award winner over the years. Check the gate. Gate is clear. Thank you. Let's go to print. It's in the can. My God, was that good. There we go. What do we got, Jack? Oh, everyone is guessing movies like uh, Mrs. Sniffles Finds a Fumper. (laughs) (laughs) Powerpuff Girls, Phantom of the Opera, no. Deuce Bigelow, Shazam, Mm-mm. E.T., Mm-mm. DC Cab, Apocalypse Now, oh. Howard the Duck, uh, let's see, Devil Wears Prada, Trans Shot 2, Mm-mm. Rosemary's Baby, no, 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 and then Robbie G. and many others guessed a movie called Body Heat. Body Heat, one of my favorite movies of all time, with the shot doctor playing the great Kathleen Turner. I am Kathleen Turner. <laughs> Mark that. 
Yeah. My God, was I'm I just good. saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, if you're just not, saying. I think you would enjoy this movie. It's film noir. It's uh, very sexy and. Uh, Jim, I've always even you said, wouldn't be it. You even you would be ensnared by a woman like this. See, Jim, I've always said when it comes to me playing roles like this, I can be inductive anytime I want to be, and I was inductive. No, in this seductive. Movie. It's inductive. It's seductive. That See? too. Conductive. I was also that one too. Anyway, it worked out great. And that here on Palm Beach, it's a sultry summer night, <sighs> and all of a sudden, uh, this stupid uh, Ned. Who's played by uh, William Hurt comes Stupid along because he wants to make time with this beautiful woman played by Kathleen Turner. Maddie is her name. She dribbles some chocolate ice cream out of her white blouse, and he says, "Can I get you a napkin?" And she says, "Why don't you just lick it off?" Mm. I'm sorry, you wow. are you are you are snared. She has you in her in her grip, in her web. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's if you're one of these weak-minded, mentally feeble men. I'm like a strong, powerful man like me. That would never fall for that kind of nonsense and buffoonery. Wouldn't fall for this. Your voice is now going into that Kathleen Turner register. See? (laughs) I know what I'm doing. See? It's really. It's down. Get down in there now. I know. I love the way What did you mean by that? That's getting down in there. You know, we're the sexy time. Sexy time voice. My voice adopts any role that I've got. She's playing him. She's playing him. He's such a fool. He He is such an absolute. Jim, if you want to it's see Fools... It's a great fools, movie. Jim, it's a great want, movie. One of my see, top five. If you want to see Fools, Jim, on your way home from work, yeah. go to Publix mm-hmm. and go to the Valentine's Isle, and you want to see Fools, you'll see hundreds of those guys in there. What are they doing? Getting buying a card cards, for their woman? Buying chocolates, buying those teddy bears just so they can go home and get in the front door. That's pathetic. Those are Fools, not me. I know better. You sound really cool right now. Yeah, he does. The gravelly voice. I want to make a promo out of that. I am the Jewish Arthur Fonzarelli, the king of cool. That's who I am. As a matter of fact, I think your ratings (laughs) might go up if you could keep that voice. They're going up. They're going way up. They've been going up. Oh, have they? How many Twitter followers do you have now? I'm in the 200s right now. Good for you. All right, good job. What's your handle? Uh... At Shot Doctor 969. Is that Dr. D O C T, you know, whatever, or is it D O C T? Spelled out Shot Doctor. Yeah. At Shot Doctor 969. Uh-huh. I got five tweets up there today. They're world renowned tweets. <laughs> Credit to Shot. He actually has a pretty good tweet. He, he tweets pretty well. Nice. He's actually funny. They're long, too. I, it's really the best part about him. I thought you only have so many characters. You can't just blather on. He uses on. all of them. Here's oh, what happens the machine yeah. that I use. Uh huh. <laughs> the machine? Yeah. I don't use a phone. Do on you your... see, no, oh, not no. on his phone. Any female followers? All over the place. Yeah, yeah Moira. Mm-hmm. I'm a follower. That's true. See this? My, I, my on my computers. Yeah. I use two computers. My home one and the one over here. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. If I get to 140 or above, is, is that the number? Yeah. It used What's to be, your latest tweet? What does it say? It is about. Let me see if this I, is funny. I don't have a lot of time. What's I, the, I, I, I'd have to, I'd have to look it up and read it to you on, on Twitter, but I don't have a computer in front of me. Okay. Maybe next but time. But my followers like, like... I'm not going to follow you. Why? You should. It's hysterical. Yeah, it's really good stuff. Oh, thanks a lot. What Isn't does that, that have to do with... If you compliment someone else, it has nothing to do with you, Pop. <laughs> Mo, can you go on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, I'm on Twitter. Okay. Can you go on ShotDoctor969? You can read my, my last couple of tweets. I don't really have time good. for that. I promised him it's worth your time. I, I promise right, No, I don't have the time. Shot. Jack will be all over my case if no, I don't no, break. Oh, here we go. Thank you, Shot Doctor. Thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. I'd see you. We'll do it next yeah, Wednesday. Be, Good job today. Thank I'll you be very ready. much. Yeah. You are Kathleen Turner and Body Eat. It's the Fiddled <laughs> File on Real Radio 104.1. 
It's time to rise above the fart jokes and hemorrhoid humor. Even if only for a few fleeting moments. And actually learn something. This is the 5-Minute Professor. We'll connect with the 5-Minute Professor in a minute or two. If uh, you're just catching up with the news today, you haven't heard about this. There's another terrible high school shooting. This one in Broward County in South Florida in the town of Parkland. Uh, CNN reporting at least 16 dead. Uh, I'm not sure of how many more may be wounded or what condition they may be in. But that is the latest. A suspect uh, who is a former student at this high school has been taken into custody. And uh, I thought I read someplace or Jack told me what uh, what is what was the news junkie reporting? Where does this rate? One of the, the top 10. One of the top 10 school shootings, mass school shootings. In U.S. history, yeah. And... Uh, once again, then Mo made an interesting observation about uh, CBS News. They have a cell phone video, and they bleeped out the curse words, but they allowed the gunshots <laughs> to be heard on the nightly news. I mean, I understand the FCC, so, but at a certain point, you know, I think collectively we in the media need to do something about at least stand up or plead to the FCC enough of this nonsense about regulating speech. You know, let, let's revisit this. I mean, when you say, hey, it's okay to uh, to hear the gunshots of children being, uh, being gunned down right. and murdered in their school. But, uh, you know. No curse words. I'm sorry. We just can't allow you to hear the, the language that was being used at the time. Something's a tad bit amiss. There's something amiss in this country with this level of, of gun violence. And our own Senator Marco Rubio gets more than $3 million from the NRA. So you want to tell me why nothing happens? That's why. Follow the money. Well, yeah. Well, it's the bidding of uh, it's the bidding of uh, you know of the people who provide you with campaign financing. I don't think that three million dollars in one year. I think that might be three million dollars over his political career or Senate career. Time for the five minute professor. Professor, what do you have for us today? Well, I was hoping for something lighthearted. Mm. Well, all right, then just change. <laughs> well, we'll do. Well, we got to do the quiz, and it's related to your lecture, so we got to get some well, info. Here's, here's what I want to talk about, though. Um, did I mention to you that I now own a million dollars in bitcoins? What? No kidding. Well, congratulations. Uh, I say that because there is no way you could disprove that, mm-hmm. and literally no way I could prove it. So everyone, that should be the new line you use when you're going to pick up women. (laughs) I have a million dollars in bitcoins. There are 9,272 people that have at least a million dollars in bitcoins in their account, but the accounts are completely untraceable, so that could be four people. I don't know know. know if that's the best pickup line. I usually like this mustache leaves in five minutes. Be on it. (laughs) Hey, hey, wait, come on, hey. Come on. You swing, you miss, you swing, you miss, you swing, you miss every once in a while. Yeah, well. What are you going to do? Uh, Well, okay. I, I believe you've just described the naked man ploy. <clears throat> what's that? The naked man ploy? I don't know this, what the. This, what's the naked this man was ploy? On uh, how I met your mother, there was a guy, and he would go. He would go home with a woman, and w- if, when she left the room, when she came back, he would be naked. He says it works one out of three times. <laughs> okay, <laughs> never tried that one. My parents raised a good boy. All right, quickly, we're, we're Bitcoin. Still the numbers. All right, all right. So the question I was presented with. Are bitcoins like a a tulip, uh, a tulip mania? 
from 1637. Right. Now, clearly, we don't have time to go into all of it. But here's what Bitcoins are. Bitcoins are a real thing. The the whole idea of Bitcoins is that it is a decentralized currency, and the decentralization makes it safe. Except, and this is the except. The except is that all of the safety of decentralization is lost if one group controls 51% of the Bitcoins. All right. At the point in time when one group controls 51% of the Bitcoins, it is no longer a viable currency because one person, one, one group of people can control it. And there are six mining groups which control 73% of all Bitcoins. So if three of them got together, the likelihood is that they'd control 51%. So that having been said, knowing now that Bitcoin, Bitcoin is easy to believe in. Mm-hmm. It is a it is a a near currency. It is something which has a great ideological background to it. It was created by a a programmer who thought that a world currency would make everything better. Right. And it would, assuming that we can trust that no one will get greedy. And this is where Bitcoins are just like tulip bulbs. The tulip mania of 1637 was not caused by people that wanted tulips. It was caused by people that wanted to get rich from people wanting to buy tulips. And the problem right now with Bitcoins is not Bitcoins. The problem with Bitcoins right now is people wanting to get rich from Bitcoins. And if we could take the greed element out of the human being, then it would be a perfect scenario. But we won't. And it is literally only a matter of time before someone controls 51% of the Bitcoin. I don't have enough, I don't have enough courage uh, nor enough faith in this to get involved. Uh, you know, I yeah, I think it's I think it's essentially greed. I think people say I'm going to be filthy rich in a short amount of time, and this is the way to do it. And as uh, soon as you realize that, you say this is nothing I want to be involved in. As soon as someone says. Better late than never right. on an investment. It is late. It is too late. Yeah. Yeah. Soon. Too soon, late. Yeah. As soon as everybody's talking about it, sorry, it's over with. It, it's it, like Beanie it Babies. That, <laughs> well, kind of. Yeah. I mean, well, kind uh, of. You know, everybody, you know, or, or phone cards that said this is the way to get rich. This is the way to make a pile of money. They don't believe in essentially Beanie Babies or phone cards. They're just like, right. it's greed. I'm going to make a lot of money. I heard about people making a lot of money off of this, and boom, they get into it. Before you know it, they got a warehouse full of Beanie Babies. Now we're squat. You can't even sell them on, uh, on Craigslist. And that is exactly how Bitcoin today is like tulip mania. It is not yeah. the tulips. It is not the Bitcoin. It is the greed. And the greed is there. All right, five-minute professor. Hold that thought. We're going to find out where you're at, what you're up to. And plus, we have a pop quiz coming up. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. The FBI, CIA, and NSA say American citizens shouldn't use Huawei phones. Hawaii? Huawei. How the hell do you say this word? I'll do it live. Next, Facebook is suggesting mobile users protect themselves by downloading a Facebook-owned app that tracks their mobile usage. Can you hear Zuckerberg's evil laughs from here? Finally, 
Some astronomers say that the cryptocurrency craze is hindering the search for alien life. Yeah but when we do find aliens we'll be able to barter with them more effectively since cryptocurrency will be better established. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. And transmission. Now do it live, Big Daddy. You can hear all those fun mess-ups if you download the free iHeartRadio app right now. All you have to do is go to the app store on your smartphone and it's a fast track to getting to listen to real radio and all your favorite music anytime, anywhere. So right now, go to the App Store and download our free iHeartRadio app. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From... You are listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Back to the five minute professor. I had a little lecture on Bitcoin and the uh, tulip bulb collapse. I think it was in the Netherlands back in what the 1600s. Let's get back to the five minute professor for a short uh, quiz, pop quiz. Yeah, 1637. Very good. Mm-hmm. I am going to give a uh, an update. Probably do it on Facebook Live tonight. I'm going to give the whole lecture. Okay. Uh, in its entirety. So if you uh, find the five minute professor on Facebook, I will be. Uh, doing a Facebook Live lecture a little bit later on tonight. Uh, by the way, there are some huge, uh, uh, some huge energy expense in terms of mining for Bitcoins, so much so that Bitcoin miners set up, places, uh, set up in places like Iceland where they can use cheap geothermal energy. Uh, and uh, they also use hydroelectric power in Tibet, Quebec, and Austria to reduce the electricity costs because it costs a lot. Are you ready for the questions? I suppose. Okie dokie. What movie from 1937 was about a group of miners and their... Treasure of Sierra Madre. Not correct. Damn it! What movie from 1937 was about a group of miners and their unexpected housekeeper? Oh, Moira, Snow White. And the Seven, seven Dwarves. dwarves. Yes. No, that's done. a tricky question. Oh, that sure. was. I Not jumped really. in it. I was wrong again. Oh. How many? It's 1940, this, this, this is not Fritz's bit. I know, I know, I know, I know. How long in minutes is Snow White and the Seven Dwarves? Oh. Uh, Jim, Jim, that's that's 85 minutes. Fewer than 85. Fewer Fewer than 85. Thank you. Thank you. Moira, 80 minutes. More than 80. Say thank you, Jim. 83. 83 is absolutely correct. Nicely. Yeah. Okay, right. Back in February of 1983... (laughs) Back in February of 1983, we all remember it well. Mm. Yeah. What's not Mr. Pinkman? Uh, what song was number one on the U.S. charts this week? Jack. It is number four of the all-time greatest Australian songs. Jim. Jack. Oh, go, go ahead, ahead Jim. Jack. Let's get physical. Not let's get physical. Or just oh, it's physical. a minute work song. Oh. England. Yeah. Okay. It, it was a minute work song. Thank you. Pink Thank man. you. Pinkman. Yeah. Safety dance. See? No, man, it worked. It worked. I'm just kidding. It's laying down under. It is the laying down under. Nicely okay. done. I don't have enough time for you to be fooling around, Pigman. Sorry. Get Sorry, serious. Sir. Down under was by men at work who theoretically might wear hats. Men without hats. Jack, safety dance. <laughs> oh, there Damn it is. It. <laughs> we should get extra points for having that ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Men Without Hands was a Canadian band who had a giant hit in 1983 with Safety Dance. The lyric in this song has always puzzled me. Everyone look at your hands. 
I, I literally have no idea why they say that. It sounds to me like pants. It sounds like they're saying, everyone look at your pants. Dungarees are a specific type of blue denim named for a port city in what country? Blue denim. Oh. That would be, uh, well, sure. That's... Dungarees. Dungaree. Where is yeah. the dungaree Jack, town? Australia. New Zealand. Uh, no, wrong continent. Oh. Uh, Jim, Portugal. Wrong continent. <laughs> Europe? No, uh, Africa. We... I'm looking for the country. Good, I'm good. Helping you. He didn't say wrong continent, though, Pink so man. we're on Africa. Go ahead, Pink. It is wrong continent. Oh, you son of a bitch. Okay. Quickly. Denmark. Wrong continent. Oh. What did he say? Where is Seattle. Wrong continent. Damn it. Oh, it's Asia. It's Singapore. Right continent. Mm. Wrong country. China. Slightly smaller population. Uh, India. Dramatically. India. India is correct. Boy, that was a confusing yeah, question. I don't think we Dongri is outside of Mumbai. Mm. Dongri is outside of Mumbai. Mumbai was officially known as Bombay mm-hmm. until what year? Jim, that was uh, that was uh, two thousand and four. What? Two thousand four. Before Jack, nineteen ninety four. After. See, I'm telling Moira, you. Moira, ninety five. Nineteen ninety five is absolutely correct. Oh, no. you could tell the way he was sketching there. Okay. <laughs> Mumbai is the home to the Indian film studios, known collectively as Bollywood. How many Bollywood films were created in 2017? Oh, Jim, uh, believe it or not, in 2017, there were 5,000 of them created. Oh. Fewer. Jack. Oh. Oh. Way fewer. Jack, 500. More. Uh, oh. Uh, a thousand. More. Uh, Fritz. Mr. Fritz. 2,500. Fewer. Ooh, uh, 2,000. I'm going to give you some points for 2,000. It's 1,986. We'll take those points. 1,986. The 1986 film Heartbreak Ridge is named for a battlefield in Vietnam, but the live battle action of this film is set in what country? Jack. Mr. Bradshaw. Grenada. Grenada is absolutely correct. Wow, how'd you know that? Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood movie. Oh, I see. Permission to speak freely. I just love saying that. <laughs> what two it, it helps if you know what comes next. Uh, what two spices are the main export of Grenada? What two spices are the main oh, export of Grenada? God. They come yeah. from the same on, we plant. This. We know this. Yes. Yes. Pepper? Not pepper. No, it's uh, it's not paprika. It's, it's uh, saffron? Nutmeg. No, nutmeg. Oh. Nutmeg is correct. Okay, nutmeg. Oh, nutmeg and... And... and um, cardamom. Is it car- allspice, maybe? Turmeric? Uh, uh, nutmeg it's, and... It's a dramatically less popular spice. Oh. Oh, God. And cream of tartar. <laughs> no. Not turmeric. No, no. Wait. Not saffron. It's not saffron. Um, arsenic? Mm-mm. No. Oh. No, no, nor is it old lace. Is it a... Uh, uh, hold what on. Is it? Wait. Did it? What is it? It's mace. Mace. Uh, so oh, we could have been nutmeg. here all night. Oh, like yeah, pepper you're right. Spray. That's I, I wanted to stop it. Well, uh, so I think we had to get some fruit, and there's a, and there's a seed inside. The seed is the nutmeg. Surrounding that seed, there's a red lace material, which is what makes mace. Yeah, and don't let your dog get any nutmeg. It'll, no, it kills it. Yeah, it's very bad. The spice mace is in no way related to the chemical mace. Mm. <laughs> Uh, it, it, it's actually called Chemical Mace. That's the brand name. Mm-hmm. 
uh, was a spray self-defense deterrent that was created in what year? What year was mace created? Oh, it could be all over the place with this. Mace, as a, as a, wait a minute, mace as a chemical, chemical. agent yeah. or mace yeah. as, yeah. I'm going to go, wait, I'm going to go 1915. After 1950. I think I may Moira, be close. 1947. After 1947. Oh, sorry. Okay, 1960. After 1960. Fritz. Fritz. Mr. Fritz. 1975. Before 1975. Here we go. Oh, Come on, oh, Peyton, bring it home. You can do it. 1969. 69. You just wanted to say 69. No. Yeah, 1965. Oh, I knew oh. it. Oh. Chemical mace is a tear gas, which has been discontinued. It's been supplanted by pepper spray, which has fewer toxic side effects. Pepper spray is illegal to own in what EU country that is home to the largest port in Europe? Jim. By the way, this is question 11. That would be oh, what's Germany. The topic? What's the topic? Not Germany. Oh, what's the Denmark. Netherlands. Somewhere in the Netherlands. Excuse me? Netherlands? Netherlands is the country. Nicely hey. yeah, there it is. All right. Okay. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Yes, the Netherlands. Also the place which first imported tulips in the late 16th century. Oh, there's the connection. Rotterdam is the largest port in Europe and the largest port outside of Asia. Rotterdam. That is the end of our lecture for this evening. Mm. You guys did a very goodish job. Nah. <laughs> All right. We did okay. 88, baby. 84. And we'll 84. take it. That's well, a B. I can live with it. Mo can't. But no, I'll that's, live with it. that's a good one. It's stinky. I don't <laughs> know why you're satisfied with just mediocre. All right, where are you? Nuts. Where are you? And uh, where you're? Where are you going to be? Uh, right now, I am at a secret location. All okay. A right. uh, longtime listener to the file, Jennifer Ragazin, knows exactly where I am because I'm in the building that she works at. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Better than uh, her bedroom. But, uh, I guess. Hi, Jennifer. Uh, yes. <laughs> Uh, but, um, but I'm not working at her business. No, <laughs> but just in the same building. Um, hey, so tomorrow night I will be at the Silly Grape, that yeah. is yeah. at the intersection of Keller and Fennel, uh, in Maitland. Great trivia show starts tomorrow night at seven o'clock. We'll also be doing Facebook Live tomorrow night uh -huh. at the start of that show. I do the instant gratification around the first ten questions. Uh, and then there are people which I gratify. Like last night, oh. I it. almost gratified the mayor of Longwood. Ah! Well, he likes that. Yeah, he does. He kind of does. We know him. He's a great guy. We like him a lot. He is a great guy. And he was there at uh, post time last night. That's where I am every single Tuesday night. Uh, and I'm also in Longwood on Saturday night. That's when I'm at Waco Taco, which is attached to Hourglass Brewery Live Trivia three nights a week, driving Uber three nights a week. Uh, you can find me everywhere. You're a busy Sometimes man. Wandering in my in my driveway in my bathrobe. Yeah, got nice. that ambient overdose or whatever the hell's going on with you. Yeah. All right, I, Professor, I, I will uh, I will text you or email you a topic for next week. I will be ready for that. Thank sir. you very much. Great job as usual. Five minute professor on real radio. It's the music for PPT. Oh, I wrote a poem. Let's try to find. Uh, we'll do it tomorrow, maybe. I want to get a couple oh. of minutes in about this shooting, but first, PPT, what's the oh. prize? Uh, Four-pack tickets to see Def Legend with two Gs. It's a Def Leppard tribute Ooh. band, House of Blues, Orlando, Saturday, March 17th. You can go to realradio.fm, keyword tickets. All right, let's get it underway. Thank you. Uh, Steve, you're first up. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. 
Let's do uh, thing. Let's do a thing. Thanks to Brad for the category. What is this thing? This highly recognizable thing has been around for over half a century. I'll give you clue number two because I had someone drop off. These things can be seen in many large cities such as Detroit, to uh, Tampa, and Los Angeles. This highly recognizable thing been around for over half a century. Hmm. Seen in many large cities such as Detroit, Tampa, and Los Angeles. Hmm. Tough one. That is a tough one. Yeah, um, saw one of these recently, as a matter of fact. Who did? You did? A lot of people did. Mm-hmm. No, it. What? What? You're good? I don't know. Okay, well, we're going to move on. Sorry. Moving on to Jose. Clue number three. Jose, nowadays, one of these, one of these things will set you back over $4,000 on average. $4,000. Yeah. It could set you over $4,000. Individually, it could set you back $4,000. Mm-hmm. 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 Come on. How about a clock tower? A clock tower. That's your final <laughs> no, a clock tower. Don't worry about it. Here We're we go. The mark, clue number four. Mark, when this thing malfunctioned, yeah. it caused a u- huge ripple effect heard over the airways. What a... Ripple. Okay, so we're thinking water. Okay. No, we're not no. thinking water. Don't even think about water. Think about something that we all were thinking about earlier this year. This when this thing malfunctioned, it caused a huge ripple effect heard over the airways. A radio. No, no, no. It's bigger. No, big. No, something. Mm. No. Oh. Um. I'll say. I'll say a windmill. A windmill. Yes, of course. Oh, it's not a windmill. A windmill. All right, Robert, here we go. Let's wrap it up. Don't you know, we here in Minnesota are proud to play host of this year. Yeah. The Vikings? No. Yeah, you got the pot on the stove. You need to turn the burner on. Don't you know, we here in Minnesota are proud to play we're. host this year. We're proud to play. Or were. Yeah. Uh, well, he said here. It was meant to be used. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Let me repeat that. Don't you know we here in Minnesota were proud to play host this year? Yeah, last month. Super Bowl. Yeah. Super Bowl, he says. That's your final answer? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. There you go. Good job. There you go. You win PPT. Now, I forgot to finish my poem. I started it, but I didn't finish it. I didn't finish mine either. I didn't because of the shooting. And, you know, oh, I didn't do it. We so. had a listener email one. I got one. Uh, maybe we'll do it tomorrow. It won't uh, the make real any question sense is, tomorrow. Oh, probably not. Uh, the real question is, you know, now that I don't know if I want to watch anything about this shooting, to be honest with you. I think most people will be glued to their TVs. I think there's a visceral reaction to violence that's part of the human condition. And uh, psychologically, I think, think somewhere along the line, people say to themselves, I want to be caught up on this. To, I could say to myself, I'm glad it wasn't me or my children. We're talking about 17 now dead in this high school shooting in South Florida and Broward County. One of the worst uh, you know, mass shootings, high school shootings that we've had in U.S. history. And uh, I don't know where this stuff comes from. There's psyche. And, you know, we can talk about the proliferation of guns. We can talk about gun control. We can talk about Second Amendment. Maybe we can do that tomorrow. Uh, and we can talk about, I keep asking people about the, what is it about Americans that we engage in this kind of violence, whether we're shooting up people in Las Vegas from a hotel room or kids are going into schools and gunning down their classmates. 
And we can talk all we want about mental instability. Well, if you want to talk about that, somewhere along the line, you can chuck the stats. Mm. There's no other society as advanced as, as ours that has a problem like this. This is a, ma- this is a major problem. And there are assault and rifles. Every single assault one. Assault style, every time it would call it. AR-15. I'm a gun owner. AR-15 firearms type. owner. I've yeah. been a firearms owner since I was 13 years old. Um, and I just happen to believe that the state, if you want to talk about a well-regulated militia, has the right, the people have the right to petition their elected representatives and say, well, you have a right to have a firearm, but we have a right to dictate what kind of firearm you can have. I do believe that. I don't think we have a right to dictate what kind of firearm you have in your home. But once you leave your home and you're on public property or somebody else's pro- property, I do, be- I do believe that we have the right to regulate what kind of firearm that is. I will make a prediction that firearm sales will increase this next week. I wouldn't doubt it at all. In the next few days. I wouldn't doubt it at all. Every mass shooting, they the concern that, uh-oh, this is the time they're going to do something, I'm going to buy now. You know, uh, maybe somebody ought to propose a gun buyback program like they had in Australia, which people approved after, after there was a mass shooting there. Well, we're not like Australians. Well... All I know is Australians aren't aren't as violent as we are. Maybe that's something we just have to admit as Americans. That's part of us. That's part of our character. That's part of our psyche, whether it's myth, real, whatever. But uh, we're some of the most violent uh, citizens, violent people on the face of the planet, albeit outside of a civil war or revolution. That's it. We'll be back tomorrow at 3, right after Shawnee's The News Junkie with Sabrina and Celine. They follow the monsters in the morning tonight. Eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wander aimlessly, pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care.